Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when this thought hits you. Okay, I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever. Or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, the whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 2024 Santa Fe available early 2024. Canva is awesome for so many reasons for your social media, but for work, if you're looking for ways to impact at work, Canva can help your points get across. All right, Mike, do you, what do we use it for? Like one sheets, if we're doing like a presentation, graphics. Oh, it's awesome for graphics. Super easy to use. And that's the thing too, especially with some of these apps, you think, well, there's no way I'll be able to use it. Well, me, because I'm a dummy. But even I can use Canva to make things look cool, right? Yeah. Well, you don't have to insult me and say yeah so quickly. Yeah, you can do it. It's awesome. So it's easy design, impactful Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, videos. Start with a designer-made template, which makes it so easy, especially for me. Customize with your content. You can add images and graphics and charts. Start designing today at canva.com. Design for work. This episode brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. Especially when they start moving, with Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right, so no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and company while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today. We got you, baby. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Here we go. Come on, Bobby. you had a great weekend welcome back morning studio morning. morning let's go around the room our video producer eddie is up first eddie good morning good morning what you got so a few weeks ago i guess i brought to the table that my son wanted to watch outer banks he's 15 years old and i was like i don't know guys i remember seeing the first season a lot of bad words maybe some teenage you know like stuff adult stuff happening with teenagers i was like i, I don't i don't know if my son should watch should watch it and you guys said, no, no no he totally should i think he's old enough so I'm the cool parent. I let him watch it. Did you watch it with him? No. No. And I made him go into my bedroom. I'm like, hey, you can use the TV in my bedroom. Watch the show on your own. And every time I'd walk in, oh my, all I heard was F-bombs. F-bombs this, F-bombs. And he's like sitting there with popcorn on my bed watching. And I had to bite my tongue so many times and be like, oh, I, I don't, you should not be listening to this stuff on TV. Like, I don't want you. Don't repeat any of these words. But I didn't. I was cool. He's 15, right? Yes. Don't you think he hears that all the time at school, 50 times more than what he's seeing on TV? At school. Not yeah. my home. Not my house. So no TV shows can say it at all? Well, I, and do- I'm, I'm not disrespecting your rule. I'm just asking kind of the logic behind it. I, I just, for me to allow him to watch a TV show that's F this, F that, I'm like, I'm allowing him to do that. At school, Those are what that's what kids are doing. That's up to him. I think it's a completely fair rule. You're the dad. You get to make the rules. And I would understand if you're young kids, you didn't let them see it at all. But 15 just seems like 
But he can almost drive. Yeah, does he hear you say it during a sporting game? Like no. When you're watching the I Cowboys? don't say it during sporting games. But he, can, game. he, can almost, he almost can get a driver's license and then drive somewhere and hear people say it. I know. But guys, we're past that now. He watched the show. He watched all three seasons in he's like probably two no weeks. worse off either. I don't know. I don't know. Now he's probably at school. Him. Now he's probably the one cursing at school. And you know what? That's showbiz, baby. Everybody does it. Everybody has a face. <laughs> he's got to get through it. All right. Thank you, Eddie. All right. Here he is next. Uh, la, 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 lunchbox. Uh, Bobby, I'm coming to you. I need some help because last week you were talking about a work trip to Las Vegas. With there's, Ray. No, there's no work trip. That's not a work trip. No, no, no. But I need you to present it as a work trip. Let me reset this for our listeners. So Ray is going to Vegas to watch Sam Hunt. His wife cannot go now because her cat's injured. And so Ray was going to go by himself. Well, I call one of my management team and I go, hey, can we, because Sam and I have the same management company. And I say, can we get Ray backstage passes and better seats? He says, yes, we can. So Ray's all pumped up. Then all of a sudden, lunchbox, like, I'll go. Good, good backstage passes and tickets, I'll go. So that's a fun trip for you guys. It is not a work trip. Well, because I, I presented it to my wife and she's a little iffy if it's a work trip. It is not a work trip, Th- though. That, just listen and see if you can help me convince her. Okay, go ahead. I think I have to go to Vegas with Ray. For what? Uh, Sam Hunt's having a concert. Ray's going, and Bay can't go, so I gotta go. <laughs> so this is like for fun, not for work. No, no, it's for work. Like work, he he bought tickets, but then they got him upgraded seats and backstage passes. I'm going to you know because Ray doesn't want to be alone, and then I need to I need to supervise Ray to make sure he doesn't get too drunk when he does the meet and greet oh with Sam Hunt. God. It's not a work thing. You had me thinking like it was a work thing and work was like sending you to do this. And now it's a fun thing. No, it's a work is sending me. Trip. Work is sending me. Uh-huh. There's a hotel room, everything. Who's paying for that hotel room? Oh, work, I think. No. <laughs> you are lying to me. So just a heads up, put it on the calendar. Yeah, right. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're cool. Nope. <laughs> Bye. Work's not paying for the hotel. Ray's already paid for it himself. Personal money. That's not a work trip. You're not going, bud. I need you to... Like, <laughs> it ain't a work trip. Just say, this is a work trip, and I'll play that little section of the clip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a work trip. Uh. <laughs> Ray, there's no chance your wife can go? Uh, maybe 1%. And also, the second lunchbox okay. limits my drinking and gambling. That's when we're going to have a problem. Okay. Yeah. Ray said 0%. Now it's back up to 1%. <laughs> All right, Amy, you're up. I don't have a thing. Oh, yeah, Amy! Oh, sorry. Here's Everybody, here's Amy! Amy. Go ahead. A thing. Here's okay, on. so I was having to teach this to my daughter, and it made me wonder if you guys know this. So Go ahead. you're at a store, and say there's a sale of something, it's like, you know, 10 yogurts for $10. You're like, wow, if I get 10, then it's only a dollar a yogurt, right? Are you following? Yeah, yeah I just think yeah. they're a dollar each. Yeah, they're a dollar each. Oh, you know. Okay. What do you mean? So no. no, we're not dumb. Do you think we're the? I mean, we are idiots. <laughs> yeah. But do you think we're the most idiotic? Hey, I don't know. I could totally see y'all being like, "Well, we gotta buy ten oh, if I want to pay a dollar." Did you what, really though? think that we would think that, or who? I, no, I really did. I, I, all of y'all. Do you know what, Eddie? That's why they do it because people fall for this. <laughs> yes. So there are people they out there that are like, 10. "I have to get the ten of them." We were all insulted by her doing that. But- <laughs> We do way stupider stuff. <laughs> but this one we knew, right, guys? Yeah, we knew oh. this. Okay. Wow, okay. I'm impressed. But for anybody else out there, you you still get it for a dollar even if you buy one. <laughs> so you're telling me if it's two for five, I can get one for two fifty? Yes. Wow. Do you know, did you know that? Yes. Yeah. Amy. Oh, Amy. okay, never mind. <laughs> From Mount Pine, Arkansas, at golf, he strives for better than par, and you'll never find him at the bar. Bobby Bones. Thank you very much, Kate.
I'm just letting everybody know I'm going to be playing in a pickleball tournament in May. Where? Oh, you are? So let the training begin. What? Where? Here. In town. Who puts it on? Is well, it I, don't think it's, I don't think it's official yet. Like, official, they have announced it. But I've been playing a little bit, and so now I'm ready to dip my toe in the tournament play. Oh, boy. So, so how did you pick your partner? Or is it individual? No, it's individuals. Oh, boy. Oh, no. So is it like, against other celebrities? Is it a celebrity tournament, or is it like... Both. It's like... Celebs and professionals. I can't say too much about it, but just know that when my when I'm in, like okay. walking in in pickleball pants and okay. you know pickle hats. It's I, I can't hate. We do golf tournaments, right? You know what's the difference? I went to the mall. They had a pickleball court in the mall the other day. They're playing in the mall like random families. Oh no! Did you, yeah. did, you, did you jump in? No, but I would have. I there wasn't an open spot. <laughs> I would have jumped in, but now I'm ready to start training for a pickleball tournament. In May. Oh, so is man. this something where you could actually be a champion? Yeah, let's yeah, go. Okay. I think, I think Dirk's is playing in it, too. I'd play against Dirk, probably. He's good? He's supposed to be. Okay. He ain't played me yet. Mm. But I haven't played anybody real good. I played with Morgan Evans a little bit. He's really good. He beat me three to two. Three games to two. But I hadn't played much. Yeah, is that the story where you were bleeding? No, that was a different, that's that's a different <laughs> okay. game. That's a different game. Pickleball tournament. I'm now Mr. Pickleball. Wow. You refer to me as that? Mr. Pickleball? Yeah. Okay. You feel like it. Just you just call him Mr. Pickle. Okay, you call me just, <laughs> hey, just call me Pickle. Okay. Hey, Pickle. All right, let's know. get going with the show here. Time for the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. My 10-year-old's been begging me to let him watch The Last of Us on HBO. All of his friends have watched it. He says he's the only one who hasn't. I don't like to let him watch or play video games with a lot of language and violence. I did not even let him play this video game because it was rated M for mature. My husband thinks I'm being overprotective and that he's probably exposed to worse at school without us knowing. I say he can watch anything with a mature rating when he's 15. Right now he's 10. I'm out of touch. Are kids watching this stuff now? Signed, obviously overprotective mom. Amy, you go first. How old is the kid again? Ten. Okay. I ugh. I could not let my son watch it. He's 12 because it would freak him out. But my daughter at 12, she was a different, she was different than him. So I would have let her. She can definitely watch it now. She's 15. I don't think it shows that bad. I don't remember language. The only thing freaky to me is the the zombie, like how they look. Mm-hmm. It, it It's more so not scary. It's just disgusting. There's some jump scares. There's the occasional bad word. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I must miss those. <laughs> <laughs> but I hear what you're saying, that not every kid should be defined just by his age. Yeah. Also by their attitude and maturity. A 10-year-old in this house may be a little more mature than a 10-year-old in the other house. Exactly. Eddie? Yeah, I don't like that she labeled herself as a overprotective parent or what her mother, whatever. Like, I, it, it just, it's whatever she feels. I think 10 is too young. Um, you Have guys, you watched the show? No, but well, then I how mean, are you saying this? Kid because it? because I mean it's obvious it's gory. It's, it's M. What? M for mature. Yeah, M for mature, dude. They're no, telling no, for you. the video game guys. Oh, that's that's the video game. Okay, game. I I still think ten is too young. I struggle with this all the time. I want my kids to see certain movies. Forrest Gump's one. I want all my family to watch Forrest Gump, but there are parts in there that aren't good, and they're not ready for that yet. Wait, wait, what kid can't, can't watch kid? Forrest Gump? My nine year old. Are you kidding? No, oh, man. There's what? a lot of stuff with Jenny. I... He's falling in love with Jenny, and there's stuff with Jenny and her dad. Like, there's just oh, stuff my. that, you know. I didn't even get that, though, when I was young. I didn't even understand what that meant. Right. It wasn't my kids are different, man. They get everything. Yeah. I didn't either, Bones. I watched those movies, and I'm like, oh, that's cool. And I can't believe you don't let your nine year old watch Forrest Gump, the most yet. wholesome American movie of all oh, time. Oh, boy. I no. was watching Pretty Woman at nine, and I Look did not you. know what she. 
<laughs> just kidding. No, uh, but wow. I mean, I didn't put Look two you and now. two together yeah. that that's what her job was. Mm-hmm. I just thought. I'm telling you, kids are smarter these days. They know what's going on. But if they're smarter, they already know what's going on, and that's oh. not that bad. Yeah, but I don't want to watch it with them. But you, oh. It's a chance to say, talk to your kids, it, What's Eddie? funny, too, is my parents, they won't watch rated R movies with me still, and I'm like 44 <laughs> years old. So that's why. This is just your parents passing yeah. me down Dang, to me. I shouldn't have said that. God, yeah. that was, that so was this your... is it. Okay, this is your parents. <laughs> right. You're your parents. Did you feel like your parents were out of touch when you were young? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But you're your parents now. But my parents didn't even know what I was watching when I was young. I watched hey, whatever I wanted. Same, bro. Yeah. Me? No, no. I'm on it. No, 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 no. I assure you, they're watching stuff you don't no know. No way, watching. dude. There's two, two authentic code factor, whatever it's called. Doesn't have to be at home. Hey, I get a buzz on my phone when they Doesn't try to log in. Doesn't have to be at in. home. Doesn't have to be on their iPad. Well, no, they're, when they're not at home, they're at school. Exactly. You think everything happening at schools? You're telling me they're watching movies at school? I'm telling you, they could be doing whatever they want at school. Oh, this is not good. When you tell your kids no on that, do you just tell them no or do you give them a why? I give them a why. What's you're, the why? You're not ready for that yet. Okay. But that's pretty <laughs> generic. Yeah, then that, no, it works though. They're kind of just like, yeah, all right, Dad, I don't think I'm ready for that yet. Cool. And they just listen like that. Yeah, they do. So then they go watch it somewhere else. <laughs> You're probably right. They're like, no problem, Dad. <laughs> You're right. Do, 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 do. Uh, I'm gonna say to you, obviously, overprotective mom. Amy said it best. I think all ages should be treated differently, relate, uh, you know, related to how mature they are. I don't think every ten year old's the same. 10 seems a bit young on the younger side, honestly, for this. But if you have a super smart, mature 10-year-old who's watching scary movies, I don't think it's that big of a jump to watch this show. It's not like a bad, dirty show. It's just zombies. Yeah. But 10's probably a little young, yes, unless you have a 10-year-old that you trust. So he's not going to take anything from it that he didn't already know. But it's an awesome Have you played the video game? Nah. Okay. I don't really play games like that. I play two games. Right, right, right. Madden football, NBA 2K basketball. And then a fishing game that I re- that I don't really ever play. Oh man, that's fun. Game. Yeah, I never caught a single thing. I don't <laughs> think there's any fish in the water. <laughs> we got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Buzz in with your name. I'll give you the name of a character. You name the famous child actor. Okay. Oh boy. man, this is tough. Be tough. If I said Michelle Tanner, Lunchbox, yeah. Go ahead. Mary Kate Olsen. And Ashley Ooh, Olsen, Ashley that have been incorrect. <laughs> hmm. oh, Mary Kate oh, and Ashley Olsen. Yeah, they were twins. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize. What? Okay. You didn't know they were twins? No, no, I knew they were twins. I didn't know that both. I thought maybe one was one kid and one was the other. But that's why they needed twins. But who no, was the other kid? Uh, I, I don't know their names. No, no, but there's only one Michelle Tanner. Oh, there is? Uh-huh. So I figured just Mary Kate was the right answer. Well, yeah, that'd have been wrong. Thanks. Yeah. Right. But Ashley, they played the... There were two of them. I guess whichever baby, whichever baby was least fussy, they put in there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there wasn't twins on the show. No. no. Thank you. Yeah. Wasn't a big full house guy. Don't don't know the ins and outs. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's all right. <laughs> all right. Here we go. Wow. We're going to seven. I give you the character. You tell me the child actor. The character is Kevin McAllister. Eddie. Eddie. Macaulay Culkin. Correct. From Home Alone. Oh, I was thinking TV show. Dang, you got me. I was like, who is Kevin McAllister? Good job, good job. Woo! Randy Taylor. Lunchbox! Lunchbox. Jonathan Taylor Thomas! Correct. Wow. That was Randy. And he was the voice of Simba in The Lion King. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Oh, that's breaking news. <laughs> you know that either? Nope. I don't ever look up who the voices of people are. Yeah, I don't either, but if they're, they're real famous sometimes, <laughs> it's like a thing. Well, I don't think he's real famous. Jonathan Taylor Thomas? Where's he been? Well, back then he was very famous. Oh, back then he was. Yeah. Oh, boy. Next up. 
Samantha Maselli. Lunchbox! Hottie! Incorrect. Hottie! Eddie. Incorrect. Eddie. Melissa Milano. Amy. Incorrect. God. Amy. Melissa Milano. Correct. I yeah. cannot think of her name. I was one letter off. He on kept, Lunchbox kept pointing at me yelling hottie. hottie. I was hoping it was going to come to me while I was saying hottie. That's not Melissa Milano. It's, it's Alyssa, and she, man. Yeah. Would have been cool if it was Melissa Milano. It'd have been funner to say, <laughs> yeah. huh? Yeah. Ready? Uh-huh. Come on. Doogie Howser, MD. Lunchbox. Hottie. Incorrect. Amy. Incorrect. Amy. Neil Patrick Harris. Correct. Eddie, don't yell hottie in my know answer. It. You didn't know it. You're just yelling your name to yell it. <laughs> he no, knew I, it. I knew it. Here we go. And he goes, hottie. Peter Jenkins. Just kidding. There is no person. I was thinking he was going to yell. I was wow. like, I don't know who that is. <laughs> Ready? Here we go. Steve Urkel. Lunchbox. Lunchbox. What's his name? Eddie. Incorrect. Eddie. Jaleel White. Correct. Goodness. Wow. I think I didn't mess that up. I got it. Well, you got to go more than seven. This is too fun. <laughs> we'll go to ten. This is so hard. Yeah. Steve Urkel on Family Matters was Jill White. I was going to call him Steve Urkel. Here we go. Harry Potter. Lunchbox. Lunchbox. Daniel Radcliffe. Correct. Woo! You do that one. The score, the score is two to two to two right now. Okay. Four to go. Okay. Malcolm in the middle. Eddie. Eddie. Frankie Nunez. Lunchbox. Lunchbox. Frankie Nunez. Correct. What's wrong with me today? <laughs> yeah. Why oh, do you guys name is Nunez? I don't know. <laughs> it's a last name. Okay. What's Nunez? Woo! Nunez, yeah. Okay. Oh, Next man. up. Alex Russo. Never heard that name. What? Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know who that I'll is. throw a hint in if no one goes in for this one. Alex, Alex Russo. Russo? Uh, dude, I, I know who it is. I just don't know her name. That's his a girl. Name, his name. It's a girl. It's a boy? I, I am no, I've never heard of that. Alex Russo. Okay. Your first clue is Alex Russo on the Disney Channel. <sighs> I don't have any idea. Alex Russo? Eddie. Eddie. I'm just going to go with uh, Samantha Taylor. Amy. I was running out of time, but I had nothing. Amy? Selena Gomez. Yeah. Oh, what? Yes. The next uh, clue would have been Wizards of Waverly Place. Dang it. Okay. I'm, yeah. All right, let's go. To nine. Eddie, you have to get this to stay in. And what about me? Hello? We're tied. You're tied. Oh, I didn't know that. Relax. We're nine. Sorry. If it's safe. Nothing. Here we go. Number nine. Cole. Yeah? Okay, that's all I'm giving you for now. Cole. Cold. Uh, cold hard cash. Also, oh. a second role he played, oh. Forrest Jr. Eddie. Eddie. Haley Joel Osment. Correct. Yeah! I'm in, baby! Who's Haley cold? Joel Osment. Cole from The Sixth Sense. I see that. And Forrest Jr. Good one. Little Forrest. Forrest. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We're down at, we're over to 10 here. Come on, come on. This come is on. for all the money. Focus. All the money. Ray. Ray. What? Ray. Okay, that's hard. We're going to go to the next clue. Stuart Little. Who? Stuart Little. He was in Stuart Little as well. They're a rabbit? I don't know. That was a chicken. Stuart Little. I think it was a mouse, huh? Oh. Stuart Little's a mouse. 
Eddie. Oh. Eddie. Kevin Bacon. Incorrect. Amy? I'm not in. I just said, oh. That's not like a buzzing to me. Nope. Okay. Eddie's been eliminated. Next up. Spiky hair. Okay. Oh, my God. What's that kid's name? No idea. I know what it is. <laughs> Next clue. Jerry Maguire. Yes. Oh, you all don't know his name. Oh, I'm not in. No, I didn't. Did you know the human head weighs 10 yeah. pounds? Yeah. They're all child stars. <laughs> what is his name? That's you name him. him. And he's oh, like, he kind of like looks he's like, like a bodybuilder now, right? He is. Yeah, he kind of looks like Billy Gilman. Hmm. Well, why don't you guess that? I think the right know. answer, though. Oh. Three seconds. Okay, okay, okay. Time. Ah! Jonathan Lipnicki. That's it. Oh, you knew that? No. Now I do. <laughs> okay, here we go. That's right. That's it. Here we go. Child I'm, star. I'm names. back in, right? You're back in. Okay. Olivia Kendall. Huh? No. I think. Okay. Nicole Lee. Nicole Lee. She played Olivia Kendall from 1989 to 1992, and Nicole Lee from 1993 to 1997. Lunchbox. Go. Drew Barrymore. Incorrect. Why not? She played Olivia Kendall on The Cosby Show from 1989 to 1992. Oh, I hear the show. I should have waited. She played Nicole Lee on Hanging with Mr. Cooper from 1993 to 1997. Oh, my God. I don't know her name. What's her name? 30 seconds. I'm out. Raven Simone. Raven. Uh, She had her own show, Raven. She's so cute. Okay, here we go. That Rudy? No, it was the other one. No, that's what I was thinking. No, it's Olivia Kendall. <laughs> Olivia. 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 Yeah. Here we go. Come on, come on. Last come on. one for the win. Oh, last one. Well, that, they've all been the last one if you got oh. it. Yeah. 11. <gasps> Amy. Amy. Millie Brown. In- incorrect. Millie Bobby, hey, Bobby hey, Brown. Hey, Millie Bobby Brown. Correct. Stranger Things. Thank you, Amy. You're Thank welcome. you. I had no clue until she said well, that. you set them up with like two of them. Well, I did? Melissa Milano. Oh, that's true. Oh, I knew that one. Oh, <laughs> calm down. I set them up with all of them. Uh, uh, what? <laughs> with what? All of them. Hottie. All of them? <laughs> calm down. I gave them all of them. Wow. Eddie, you're the winner. Play a song. Thank you. Uh, what a fun game. game. What a fun game. Yeah, you got out of my wheelhouse when you started going what? Stranger Things yeah. and... I had no idea. I was so ready to say Candace Cameron Bure, but you I was ready to say Mark Paul Gossler. For for eleven? Yeah, that queued up. Yeah, I did. Yeah, or Mario Lopez. I was ready for that. Good, good, good. Eddie, congratulations. You are the winner. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. This one's for all the contractors out there. It's going to inspire you. JT's Building and Construction responded to a normal call, like a price quote, like, hey, our dad just had to have knee surgery again. We need a wheelchair ramp ASAP. This happened suddenly. He's like, yeah, no problem. I can come out there. When he met the family, realized the situation and it all was happening so fast, he built it. And then when they're like, hey, we're going to pay you, he's like, you know what? No charge. Refused their money. Said there's no cost. He just wanted to help the family out. And here they are talking about it. I called about 50 contractors and three of them got back with me. And one of which was Jerry with JT Buildings. There was no cost. It came to the point where it was minimal dollars and it was a good gesture them that I just felt I had to do for. One man helping another man in need. And we need a lot more of that in this world. It's a cold, cruel world and there's a lot of negativity out there. 
the most surprising part, the contractor got it done in time when he said he would do it. Yeah, that's shocking. <laughs> that never happens. Because that guy don't happen, yeah. <laughs> When's it done? April. When's it really done? <laughs> November. Yep. Yeah. Of the next year. Uh, good for him. We, we love stories where people help out when they don't have to. That's awesome. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. It's time for another round of Good Parent, Bad Parent. Today, it's Amy. Amy, what's up? Well, so my son is really into Frosted Flakes right now. Tiger? The the flaky things with the sugar on top. Yeah, they're yeah. great. It's not, I, I never, that's not my, I didn't eat those when I was a kid. I don't get it. I'm like, ugh. Huh? So he wants them often. And I have to say, cereal is an easy breakfast. And sometimes you're just like, okay, yeah, fine. Go for it. Because then you don't have to worry about anything else. Well, so I just started mixing in this cereal that has no sugar. It just looks like the flake. Same little flaky look that's higher in fiber and has other vitamins and minerals that are weaved into it. And I, I got the cereal. I dumped it out, put it in a bowl, tossed it to where it mixed up really good. And I have it in there and he's been eating it. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. So now it's ha- whatever he was going to eat. It's half the sugar or whatever. You could also do that because I did that with Sunny Delight as a kid. I loved it so much. I figured that if you take an empty Sunny Delight bottle, you dump half in there. You have the other half. And then you fill the rest with water, you shake it up. It tastes mostly like Sunny Delight, and you had it for double the time. There you bad. go. So you can also save money by getting a cheaper cereal and doing that. What do you feel guilty about, though? Fortunately, this high fiber and vitamin A cereal is a little bit more. Oh, it costs her more. Uh-oh. But why do you feel guilty about that, or do you not? I don't know that I feel guilty about it. I guess it's just that I, I'm not telling him. <laughs> so it feels... Oh, the lying and deception. Yeah. You no, know, I'm, not, I'm not even lying, though. I'm just not saying anything. Yeah. It's like it, your cereal's in the container it is what it is my wife does this with onions i told you i hate onions i don't want anything to do with onions and i'm sure if you went to your son and said hey we got this high fiber cereal it tastes a lot like yours he would go no Ugh. Ugh. but when he doesn't know it's fine i tell my wife i don't like onions don't put them in anything she's like you got it okay buddy and then <laughs> all of a sudden i ate a meal i was like man that was great she was like hmm. i guess there was no way there were tiny tiny onions that i gr- grinded up real small in there and it made it taste I didn't like it as much. Immediately, I didn't like it as much right after that. So I'm all for it. I think it's actually a great parent. Okay, good. It's a good little hack. Eddie? Great parent. I love it. If I can find little things that look like Cinnamon Toast Crunch to add in there that's not Cinnamon Toast Crunch, I'd do it. Do your kids love that? They just love Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Who doesn't love Cinnamon Toast Crunch? But I can't find a flake that looks like that. Maybe you could sprinkle in that Catalina Crunch that's Cinnamon Toast. Let's go. See? I would do that in a heartbeat. Yeah, that has no sugar. Love it. Yeah, yeah, and it's high fiber. Lunchbox? Oh, I think you're a great parent. Lying to your kids is what we do. That's oh. what, that's what you, parents you do. Oh, it's all about lying. Yeah, that is, parenting is lying. <laughs> you tell your kids everything that is not true because you need them to do something. Like we used to be told, if you sit too close to the TV, you're going to go blind. Guess what? That was a lie. Parents, Parenting is AKA just lying. So whatever you have to do to get the job done, you lie. But- How much do you lie to your kids, you think? Oh, I don't even know. I mean, 75% of the time? <laughs> also, I'm not lying. I'm not. I'm just not saying. Yeah, well, it, it, I mean, you're doing something and you feel you're lying. No, if he poured you're being it in dishonest. a bowl and saw it and then asked me about it, I would have to say. If he said he poured it in a bowl and he was like, "Mom, this tastes a little bit different today." Is that you know, your accent of him? Yeah. Like, do you know why? <laughs> Mom, this tastes. A, Mom, this tastes a little bit different. Do you know why? No. And then I'll say, "Oh." I you would say it if you said no, it just tastes a little different. You're lying. You're lying. You're lying again. Double deception. Don't lie to us. I can't hide it from him because if he notices, that means I'm busted. No. Uh-uh. What if he's not? What if he hasn't busted you and he's like, this one tastes a little different today? 
I will wait until you're going to wait to see if you have to tell the truth. Yes, I'll Again, wait. Also I'm not going to lie. It's not lying. <laughs> Okay. We go good parent. Okay, but wait also, till, wait till. You, hey, you got the pendulum swing in the other direction, though, after that. <laughs> no, but I can't wait till Bobby's the dad. <laughs> he's, oh, trust me, he's going to lie a lot, too. Oh, yeah, probably all the time. <laughs> yes! Yeah. I heard it's 75% from parenting experts. Come on, <laughs> there you go. Let me tell you about the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. I can tell you because I've seen the preview of the Santa Fe. It's awesome. I cannot wait to see it in real life and drive it for myself. The Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from... Whatever you feel like is dull in your work week. And then maybe you got an adventure plan for the weekend. So listen to this. H-Track all-wheel drive, which means you can, if you want to get on a dirt trail, go. The steeper, the better. Get to where no one else is going. Get ready to splash through puddles, kick up some mud, make some tracks, because you're going to have a blast. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe features best-in-class rear cargo space. So whether it's groceries or dogs, water bowls, treats, and toys, again, maybe roundabout, camping gear, extra bags, whatever you need to make it a real adventure, you got plenty of room. And then available dual wireless charging pads. This is probably the feature that I'm most excited about and the thing that I'll use the most. It's great because the last thing you want to do is be anywhere with a dead phone. Especially, again, if you're going camping or if you're just driving down the road. You know, the worst nightmare for me is my phone going dead. Or just a low battery when it gets red. Oof, always got to have it charged. And with the available dual wireless charging pads, you'll be able to head as far out or stay in as much as you want. Got the charging pads, and you can navigate your way back to civilization. You got to check out the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Just go look at it. Just looking at it's awesome. HyundaiUSA.com. Class comparison of cargo volume behind front seats with all rear seats folded down based on primary compact SUV competitors as defined by Hyundai Motor America. Competitors within this class are Chevrolet Blazer, Ford Edge, Honda Passport, Jeep Cherokee, Nissan Murano, Subaru Outback, Toyota Venza, and Volkswagen Atlas Cross Sport. Claim based on comparison of specifications on manufacturer websites. So my daughter is actually 16, but she doesn't drive everywhere yet. She just goes to school and then back home, from home to school. That's all we really allow. And she just started this dance class at a place that's a little far away. And we also have a son. You know how it gets. Logistics can be difficult at times. So I signed my daughter up for Uber Teen, and she took Uber Teen to her dance class this week, and it was amazing. An Uber teen account, it's just like it sounds. It's an Uber account for your teen with trackable trips and highly rated drivers. While I wasn't able to be there with her, I was able to track her on my phone and I got text updates the entire time. And I could tell that she felt a sense of independence. She thought it was super cool. So I definitely felt safe with her using Uber teen. And if you're ever in a bind, this is something that can for sure come in handy. And you can get 40% off up to $15 off three Uber teen rides valid for the first 30 days for new users in select markets. Now see out for details, add your teen to your account today. It's super easy, available in select locations. Again, see out for details. This episode brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes and so do their tushies, especially when they start moving with Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and company while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. 
Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today. We got you, baby. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. It's a Bobby Bones Show interview. In case you didn't know. There's a new podcast called High Strange. It's out now. And basically, it's Payne Lindsay investigating, well, UFOs. Now, he's not a big UFO guy. He's mostly done these true crime podcasts where they investigate real crimes, real murders. But he decided to take that and go into UFOs, government secrecy. And so that's what it is. It's High Strange, and he's got some good stuff, and he is joining us now. Welcome, Payne Lindsay. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Payne Lindsay. Payne, what's up, buddy? What's up, man? How you doing? Pretty good. I'm glad you're on. Like, well, not like you because you're really into it. But we've been talking a lot about aliens, spaceships. I mean, all this stuff that you like really put your, you know, education, knowledge, you go and investigate it. We just say crap. So I'm glad we have on somebody that actually knows a little bit about something here. Let me say this about pain. High Strange episodes drop weekly on Thursdays. You can binge the entire series now by subscribing to Tenderfoot Plus on Apple Podcasts. But when it comes to people I wanted to talk to, this is the guy. Now, first of all, Area 51, what the crap's out there? That's a good question. I actually went there, um, not inside, obviously, but uh, I went about as close as you can get before you get shot. Um, and, <laughs> Will they really and, shoot you? Um, if you go closer, do you think you'll get shot? You know, like they always, the, the, the sign, I mean, according to the sign you do, mm-hmm. um, but I will say there was, there was a guy, uh, you know, I think it was 2016 who did cross the line and he was shot and he was killed. So they, they do mean business about that. Um, I, I went out there. I didn't see anything super cool other than a insane level of security that I've never seen before. So whatever they're doing there is, is either super high tech and secretive or it's some secret golf course that senators use and they don't want you to know about it. I don't know. Both would be fun to go to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would be. Either one sounds cool. What is your goal, Payne? If people are listening to you, like, what are they going to find out from you or what's your goal to find out? The goal is, is actually super simple. It's just posing the question, what is really up? with these UFOs, right? Um, everyone knows what the, t- the term UFO is and means, and even though it's, it stands for unidentified flying object, we know you mean spaceships, alien spaceships, right? All these stories over the years, all this new stuff in the news, you know, what's really going on? And I feel like every, or, or most documentaries about this subject 
require a little bit of uh, tinfoil hat wearing to get all the way there. And so I wanted to make a, a different style story, just like my true crime stories about a subject like this and try to break the mold, break the stigma and really kind of give it an objective look. What's true? What isn't? Where are we going from here? What should we expect next? What do you think we're getting wrong as the general public when you say what isn't true? Like, as I read all the reports and it'll be like a uh, spokesperson for the Pentagon says there's a mothership or like, what are we reading? And then all of a sudden it gets blown up. What are we wrong about? And then I want to know, like, what is right that we probably don't believe because we're scared to believe it? I think because there's been so much in pop culture, you know, the Steven Spielberg movies, all this, all this stuff, you know, little green men, it's become such, it's become like a trope, right? It's like a, it's become almost like a joke. And so I, I think that what has gotten lost a little bit is that there is some real cold, hard truth and evidence that supports the idea that there are intelligent crafts in our atmosphere, our airspace that are not from the U.S. government, not from China, not from Russia or any other adversary on Earth. And I think that that gets lost in the just all the mumbo jumbo, all the muddy waters that surround this topic as a whole. We, we, it's, we kind of forgot that, hey, actually, but don't forget, you know, the, the pyramid things are cool. You know, all the uh, like conspiracy stuff is, is fun, but we're not talking about that. We're talking about that actual literal craft that this Navy pilot saw that changed his life forever. And they're flying the most advanced aircraft on Earth. And they don't know what it is. Well, you know, we say it could be China, it could be Russia. That's a very common thing to be said. And you said, you know, it's not, or at least we don't think it is. But would we even really know, though, if they were good at hiding what they were doing? I mean, I'm sure we're doing the same thing. You, you feel like it's not another country, at least some of these that we see. It's not advanced testing that we're doing. You do think it's something that is bigger than we are. So I think it's probably a little bit of everything. You know, I, it would be naive for me to say that all these sightings can't be those things, right? I bet some of them might be some advanced aircraft that we're testing or an adversary. But when the government itself comes out, when there's, you know, videos of the Tic Tac or the gimbal that, you know, were published, you know, declassified, the, and they're and the and our government's basically saying they're not ours. They're either lying about that, which would be really crazier to be honest. Uh, or if it is China or Russia, what an um, what a big mishap on our part. How did we miss that? How did we miss some amazing technological advancement over thirty years? And you've kept it secret for that long. And if so, then why isn't Russia using that technology in, in Ukraine, right? If you have all this crazy capability of, of aircraft, or is it just not theirs? Is it just not from here? So I don't think it's every, every case is different, but there is a small percentage where they don't fit into any of those boxes. And there's very few boxes left for it to go in. And one of them is that it's from somewhere else. Yeah, and in your opinion, why don't we ever have a good picture of this stuff? Right, that's always a, a funny one. Why are they always weird, blurry, shaky videos, right? Um, I mean, there's a couple things. I mean, one, there 
actually are some really good uh, photos and videos of um, UFOs that really have not to this day have never really been entirely debunked. You know, I, I like to focus on the ones that are from, you know, the 70s, 80s, 90s that are on Kodak film pre Photoshop. You know, they've sent the film to Kodak and they're saying, yeah, this is legit. This is from this time. It's not been altered. It's like there's too many ways to fake something these days. AI, all this stuff. It's like what what's real? What isn't anymore? Um, so I totally get it. But you also have to think if there is some intelligent life coming from some place that is so far away that we can't even see it with our own most advanced telescopes. That clearly tells us that they are significantly more advanced than us, right? And so is it really that crazy to think that they would know if someone has their phone out? And I'm, I'm not saying that that's the reason all the time, but like, wouldn't you, we can tell if someone has their phone out today with different technology that the government has. So I think that part of um, the technology in any of these crafts would would most likely be some sort of stealth awareness of, you know, not getting caught, right? So in your, you know, saga to prove this right or wrong or tell a story because you've done it in true crime, but now doing it with the unexplained um, aerial phenomenon, have you had your mind changed from what you believed when you started to today? It really did change because it really, at first this was just, to be honest, a fun sounding idea to me as a kid. I liked, you know, close encounters. I liked ET. I've always been a fan of the sci-fi genre, just like I like suspense stories and true crime. Right. Um, so it was just kind of a fun idea. Like, Hey, what if I took this approach to this topic? What would happen? It wasn't really until I was about six months into doing this, that I, I was kind of staring down cold hard evidence in so many different places that it just kind of slowly clicked with me that, damn, there's actually so much more here that is very real. It's almost annoying, annoyingly more real than I thought it was or that I even wanted it to be. And once I got to that point, I, I kind of made it part of the podcast mission to deliver this information in a way that doesn't feel so heavy handed and, is very objective and leaves all options open, but presents to you the most compelling things that there are and really kind of leaves it up for you to decide. And that's really what it became. Did you talk to anyone who you really couldn't doubt what they were saying because they came from such a place of legitimacy and because they were who they are, you started to go, dang, maybe there is something to this that I didn't give the shot to. Absolutely. I mean, there's a, there's a couple different cases, but you know, there was a, a story called the the Rendlesham Forest incident in 1980, and these are seasoned Air Force um, military officers that all experienced something that is to this day completely unexplainable and damn near impossible to debunk. And then talking to the Navy pilots who have experienced stuff in the last couple of years. Um, you know, for a lot of these people, especially one of the radar specialists I talked to um, from this case in 2004, it, it changed his life forever. And when he went to his higher ups at the time to 
basically say, hey, I think like these things in the sky that we're seeing days in a row out here on the aircraft carrier are posing a safety of flight risk for our pilots. And because they just didn't know what they were and there was such a stigma with UFOs and all that stuff, they basically just gaslit him for a decade and he retired, you know, in frustration. And then a couple years ago, he sees on the news videos of his ex- his exact experience and the Pentagon coming out and saying, yeah, this happened and uh, we don't know what it is. And he's like, what? Those kind of stories make you wonder, you know, what's the motivation to be making something up? You are also someone who is of sound mind. And at a certain point, you get enough of these people. It starts to paint a picture of something is going on. I'm not saying that it's one thing or the other, but I think that we have to start keeping more of an open mind with other possibilities. And I think that the people who are higher up in the government have clearly started to think the same way or they wouldn't have a UFO research program. What do you think would happen if they came out today and said, yeah, there's something out there. We don't really know what it is, but we know for sure it's out there. I think that um, they've, they've sort of already in a soft way said that, just not as specifically, right? Um, I think especially the younger generation is like, yeah, that's fine. Like, we kind of thought that anyway. Don't care. I think that there's a, a mixed viewpoints when it comes to people's belief systems and how that fits into, you know, maybe their religion or their upbringing, all these different things. So there's, it's more of a nuanced conversation and paradigm shifting for a lot of people. But I think that in our lifetime, that will be a known fact. And I think that the younger generation is totally ready to explore that and can compute that a little easier than maybe, you know, my grandparents could, right? Well, Lunchbox here on the show is totally against the idea of anything being out there at all. I am not, obviously, but Lunchbox is. And so why is that? Well, go ahead. I just don't believe in it. Like, if they're going to come and get me, come and get me. Like, I just don't understand how people think there's aliens. Like, we would see them. We, we're the smartest people in the world. So, <laughs> I mean, I don't understand it. In the world, maybe. This world. That's what he's saying. I, I get the, like, why you may instinctually think or feel that way. But I think it could be sometimes a little bit small-minded. It's like, we are just now seeing the end of our own galaxy for the first time with telescopes. But... There are literally over 10 trillion more galaxies than this one. Mm -hmm. So mathematically speaking, just off the math itself, being close enough to a star to do this and have enough of this, it is likely that at least 10% of the universe is occupied by other species. I think the whole us versus them mentality is a little misguided because the likelihood of there being something else is almost certain at this point. Now, the question of whether they've come here or not is very valid, right? Maybe they haven't, but I think that if they could come here from somewhere so far away that we literally can't even see it with our most advanced telescopes, then damn, they are a lot more advanced than we are, right? Did that change your mind at all? Uh, no, I mean, a, he says, oh, math. So he's probably the same math guy who's going to tell me my odds are I shouldn't play the lottery. I mean, <laughs> yes, I'm not but much that's of a, the same. No, you probably should play the lottery. Yeah, yeah see? <laughs> there you, all right, now, now I'm kind of believing this guy. Okay, Payne <laughs> Lindsay, listen, high, strange. He's 
going after unexplained aerial phenomena, trying to investigate what's going on, giving us more of an idea. And again, he's not a tinfoil hat wearer, at least not. I'm really not. Like, I'm really like an anti-conspiracy guy. I like, I, and I, I like went out of my way to make this a UFOs, little green men, (laughs) wink, wink, like, okay. But like, really like what's up though. And that's kind of the tone of the whole show. So you don't have to put on the tinfoil hat to, to follow along with this one. Payne, good to talk to you. You guys, hi, strange. Go, go search it, go listen to it, subscribe. You can also follow him at Payne Lindsay on Instagram. Payne, good luck, and I appreciate the time. Thanks so much, guys. I appreciate it. See you, buddy. A bunch of kids stopped a man from kidnapping a child at a bus stop in Maryland. A kid was waiting at the bus stop, young kid, about 7.20 a.m., when Jamal Germany, 30 years old, allegedly grabbed the child and pulled them toward an apartment building. Other students were nearby at the bus stop, and they jumped into action, like jumped all over the dude. The bus then drives up, and the students were able to board, even the kid who was by himself, the younger kid that was trying to be abducted, or that the guy was trying to abduct. But if it weren't for all those other kids jumping in, jumping on, wow. screaming, I don't know what he was trying to do with that kid. Yeah, who knows? But they did, they identified him as a suspect. They arrested him and accused him of attempted kidnapping from NBC News. But good thing those other kids were paying attention because wow. the bus stop back in the day, we didn't pay attention to anything. Nothing. That's where trouble happened. The bus stop is where crap went down. Yeah. How many of you guys at the bus stop? Because we had probably eleven, five, five or six. Yeah. yeah, we had about six. Yeah, we had about eleven or so. Wow. When I would bus stop it, Top it was a brief stop. time. I rode the bike. I rode my bike then. Once we moved closer to school, when I was in the trailer park, we had to take a bus because it was too far from school. But once I moved into Mountain Pine proper, <laughs> rode my bike <laughs> proper right yeah. downtown. Right. <laughs> I was rocking that. <laughs> Here's Amy's pile of stories. So if you got some days off from work that you need to take, they say the best day to do that is Wednesday. Just randomly? It doesn't connect any other days. You can't have an extended time off. I know. I don't get this at all, but they say that it breaks up Who your is routine. Yeah. We always throw the day around there. Is it... You know, marketing for a better Wednesday.com or something? This is from University of Texas. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they say that, yeah, if you're just wanting a little bit of a break, that's a good time to do it. Take a break from your team. You still, like, don't get behind at work or anything like that. Maybe it's because it's in the middle and it makes the other two blocks seem shorter. Yeah, you're splitting your week. I guess. I'd just rather take off a Monday or a Friday. Longer week. Because then you can knock that three-day out and just, just go buck wild. Yes. Like, but what do you mean? I don't know what that means, really. <laughs> I just like saying it. I never actually gone buck wild in my life. Something else they factored into this feeling that we get if we do it a Wednesday is it's unexpected. Like, sometimes you randomly do get a Friday or Monday off. It's like, oh, wow, I'm just going to have this random Wednesday. Wednesday is confusing to have off. So is Tuesday because everybody's at work and it's it's like you land in a planet of the apes. Like, yeah, I don't look like everybody. Uh, this is not right. Everything's <laughs> odd. People are walking around. It's just weird. So I got it. Any day off is a good day, but I'd prefer one of those three-day weekenders. I don't know. Research says Wednesdays. Do it. Okay, foods expire. Like, they have a little date. But here's the thing. We can still eat them long after. We don't have to listen to I would say some of them. Yeah, not long Not after. universally. <laughs> oh, I don't look like, at the dates. It can be expired and have mold all over it. Eat it, sucker. <laughs> no, but yes, I think the, the expiration dates are there. They're a little premature, but just to protect everybody, right? Yeah. Dry pasta, 24 months Come on. after it expires. You know, I'm, I'm good years. with that one. Yeah, I'm, I'm familiar with how long a year is. <laughs> yeah, I'm all good on that part. Thank you, though. But I mean, I definitely have thrown stuff out because I'm like, oh, man, that expired a year ago. And now I know I could have kept it because canned foods are the same way. Like canned pasta. Pasta's on the list. It's all pasta stories. Four months. Yeah. Um, but eggs, those are safe to eat a few days after their expiration date. But definitely smell them before cooking them. 
Bread, if you store it in the fridge, it can last two weeks past the expiration date. The whole time? Do you have to keep it in the fridge the whole time? Or is it when it gets when it's getting near expiration, you throw it in the fridge? Good question. I think keep it in the fridge. The whole time? What kind of psycho killer keeps their bread oh, in the fridge? Not me. Excuse me. Uh, uh, do you really? You, Amy. Okay, okay, okay. She's the psycho so killer. Call the cops. Yeah. yeah. We have two types of bread in my house, the bread that the kids like and then my Ezekiel bread that I like. I keep Ezekiel bread in the freezer. Okay, I think that's you have to. Kind of you find I mean, that I, in the freezer. I, I eat it every day. And it's still, it's in my freezer. And then my kids, I keep it in the fridge because uh, mm. I'm going to put it in the toaster. Weirdo. All right, what else? All right. Guys, also, watch your back. Keep one, <laughs> keep one eye open around her. You got it. Flour, sugar, peanut butter, cereals. You don't have to throw that stuff away right at the expiration. You can Google the exact dates, but I'm just saying food prices are going up. So you might as well make the most of so it. So risk your life by eating stuff after it's yes. expired. But right. when I saw flour and that how long you keep it, it made me think of The Last of Us. Like, I don't want any grains that have a chance to grow a virus that I'm going to eat and turn me into a zombie. Mm-hmm. I felt that. But you know, now there's a new virus that's taken over. It's like a fungi. Yeah. America, like in reality. Mm-hmm. That Fun- one's, that's fungus. what it is. Mm-hmm. And on The Last of Us, it's a fungus. I've seen it. But the, there's a real one, too. Yeah. Yeah, we talked about it. I know. And I, ugh. Okay, so I'm going to see if you're a true country fan, because if you, if you know these songs, this is from Taste of Country, then you pass the test. Quiz me, go. Need you now. It's a quarter after one. I'm all alone and I need you now. Hold up to you know, Keep going. Keep going. The whole thing. Well, yeah. I mean, I could probably do. Okay. So if you, you have to like know know it enough. Yeah. This is the top five. If you can't Go sing ahead. along to all these songs, you are not a true country fan. I swear, if it tells me I'm not a country fan. Okay. Uh, Gunpowder and lead. Uh oh. Uh, I'm on a rail, gonna rail my shotgun. Ten miles on a lot of cigarettes. I don't know any words, but you got the. I know the melody. Yeah. Yeah, that's Miranda. Uh, Kenny Chesney, Summertime. It's a deal, it's a beer, it's a cheer, it's summertime. Let it keep rolling, though. It'll get to my part. I don't know any words, anything. Go okay. ahead. And at number two, Carrie Underwood before he cheats. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh, and I rules my bass with a whole guitar and I sleep back a booty and you bite it off. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me that melody wasn't right. That was right on. Thank man. you. Of course I'm going to know all these songs. What else you got? Give me one more. And at number one, Gretchen Wilson, Redneck Woman. Easy. Don't hit it yet, Ray. Because I'm a redneck woman. I got my neck all red. Because I'm a redneck woman. Now um, I got to kill you dead. I don't think those are the I think that was it. I ain't no high class Oh, I know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yell, yeehaw. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know any words. Whatever. Call me a not a country fan. Okay. I'll stab <laughs> you like Amy will with her uh, bread in the fridge. Yeah, the obvious songs we should all know are like Friends in Low Places, On the Road oh, Again. Yeah. Oh, I thought you gave me blues. the top five. I know, but those are the obvious ones. So that's why it's like, if you know these ones, you're good. But I, I wouldn't even know all the words, all the big songs, like all the word words. On the Road Again? I don't know all the words of any song except Bare Naked Ladies one week. <laughs> Chickity China, the Chinese chicken. I got iron stick in my brain, stops ticking. Watching X-Files with no lights on. Oh, I'm Della Mason. Stop oh, the Smoky Men's in this one. Oh, like Harrison God. Ford, I'm getting frantic. Like Sting, I'm tantric. Like Snickers, guaranteed to satisfy. Like Kurosawa, I make mad films. Okay, I don't make films. But if I did the Have a Samurai, gonna get a set of better clubs. You know the Kawatani nubs. Some arms are always flying off the backswing. I mean, I can do that. Wow. All. Wow. Dang. 
Amy. That's crazy. I'm Amy. That's my file. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. Tess is a lab, 14 years old. There were some city workers right outside of where Tess, the lab, lived, and she ran up to them. And But instead of actually getting to them, she fell in a hole that they were working on. So she fell 23 feet down an open manhole. Oh, the boy. dog owner, Larry, actually saw Tess fall into the hole, yells at his wife, and then he goes, hey, we got to get somebody here. Portland Fire and Rescue responded to the emergency. They sent a firefighter down. All out in, into the manhole. They harnessed up Tess. The great news is, even though Tess was underground for nearly an hour, she was had nothing broken. 23 feet down and 14 years old as a dog. And nothing broke on her, which is crazy. So the firefighter went down, got her. Apparently, there's a bunch of debris at the bottom of the, and it kind of cushioned it. You know how people fall off buildings and movies and they land in a dumpster? Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. what I pictured happening to <laughs> Tess, the dog there. But she was down there. The firefighters went down. I think it's super cool they'll even do that. They'll even go down and go, we'll go save animals. Because I don't think the whole cat and tree thing is real. I've seen it on the news. Ah, that's why it's not that real. Because if, if it happens, it makes the news. Mm. You know, it's like, oh, look at this. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe cats don't really get stuck in trees either. But Tess got stuck in a manhole and a firefighter in Portland saved her. And I thought that was awesome. And I wanted to share it with you. And that is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Lunchbox told us recently that he drinks out of this, this water canister he has here, and he hasn't cleaned it in over a year. Correct. My lark, because it kills the bacteria. You hit this, boom. Of In the water. Blue light goes. You, but I think you're supposed to clean the inside, like the dirt. I don't yeah, you dirt and bacteria and are then, exactly... Like, where you put your mouth. You inform me of that later. Yeah. So, have you washed it? No. 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 It's been over a year, though, since you have washed yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. But I wonder if you've built your immune system so strong now that maybe you're invincible. Mm. It could be. Although every time you get sick, you get everybody else here sick. And that oh, seems to here be right we go. Off here we go. All the so, time. Here you go. If you use the same glass for a week without washing it, a week, bacteria will begin to grow on the surface of the glass. Uh-oh. It's important to frequently wash glasses to prevent the buildup and do it with soap, not just water, because that bacteria will multiply. It's like a gremlin. Yeah. Multiply quickly. Don't yeah. get them after dangerous. There's a, a neurovirus that can oh, pop gosh. up. Hey, what about like when you go to bed, you take a glass of water, and then when you wake up in the morning, is it still good in the That's morning? fine. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's I mean, I don't fine. know for sure, but it is to me. I drink it. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, Doc. How long like do you hours. use a cup at home? Because I use it for at least five days. Well, there well, you the go. The same cup? Without washing it? That's... Yeah. No, I don't do that at all. One, one use. Yeah. Oh. Unless it's water, and I'll use it throughout the day a couple of times, but never for more than... Six hours. If it's wet and it's got moisture in it, I feel like that's just begging bacteria to come in. Like, hey, we got a house party over here. Come on over. <laughs> yeah, oh. that's gross. Yeah, I use like a big stadium cup and I use it for like five days in a row. You never Did wash you it? change out the water? Well, yeah, I finish the water and then I fill it back up. Okay, I guarantee you sometimes he doesn't finish the water and he probably drinks on it for days. But even if he does drink all the water out of it, the cup just sits there overnight wet. Yeah, that's gross. Yeah, but that's called evaporation. Like, it goes away, evaporation. right? Evaporation. <laughs> Mm. So why the lunchbox is a superhero in his guts? And he's immune to everything. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to put it. Or he's always getting sick, which he does get sick a lot because of his disgusting habits. Uh-huh. That cup, his glass at home, five days. That's just in. Ugh. Which that's how we get that's sick just, too. Yeah, yeah, you, want to know, you don't want to know about my sheets. Oh, yeah. You're right. We yeah, you're it's right. too early. All right, time to go over to Amy and get in the morning corny. The morning corny. What do you call a Ford Fiesta that ran out of gas? We call a Ford Fiesta that ran out of gas. Ford Siesta? 
Goes to sleep. Yeah, uh, morning, corny. Got to know Spanish to get that one. Out. Yeah, but I do. Everybody knows siesta. I do. I do. Let me tell you about the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. I can tell you because I've seen the preview of the Santa Fe. It's awesome. I cannot wait to see it in real life and drive it for myself. The Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from whatever you feel like is dull in your work week. And then maybe you got an adventure plan for the weekend. So listen to this. H-Track all-wheel drive, which means you can, if you want to get on a dirt trail, go. The steeper, the better. Get to where no one else is going. Get ready to splash through puddles, kick up some mud, make some tracks, because you're going to have a blast. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe features best-in-class rear cargo space. So whether it's groceries or dogs, water bowls, treats, and toys, again, maybe you're out and about, camping gear, extra bags, whatever you need to make it a real adventure, you got plenty of room. And then available dual wireless charging pads. This is probably the feature that I'm most excited about and the thing that I'll use the most. It's great because the last thing you want to do is be anywhere with a dead phone. Especially, again, if you're going camping or if you're just driving down the road. You know, the worst nightmare for me is my phone going dead. Or just a low battery when it gets red. Oof, always got to have it charged. And with the available dual wireless charging pads, you'll be able to head as far out or stay in as much as you want. Got the charging pads and you can navigate your way back to civilization. You got to check out the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Just go look at it. Just looking at it's awesome. HyundaiUSA.com. Class comparison of cargo volume behind front seats with all rear seats folded down based on primary compact SUV competitors as defined by Hyundai Motor America. Competitors within this class are Chevrolet Blazer, Ford Edge, Honda Passport, Jeep Cherokee, Nissan Murano, Subaru Outback, Toyota Venza, and Volkswagen Atlas Cross Sport. Claim based on comparison of specifications on manufacturer websites. So my daughter is actually 16, but she doesn't drive everywhere yet. She just goes to school and then back home. From home to school, that's all we really allow. And she just started this dance class at a place that's a little far away. And we also have a son. You know how it gets. Logistics can be difficult at times. So I signed my daughter up for Uber Teen, and she took Uber Teen to her dance class this week, and it was amazing. An Uber Teen account, it's just like it sounds. It's an Uber account for your teen with trackable trips and highly rated drivers. While I wasn't able to be there with her, I was able to track her on my phone, and I got text updates the entire time. And I could tell that she felt a sense of independence. She thought it was super cool. So I definitely felt safe with her using Uber Teen, and if you're ever in a bind, this is something that can for sure come in handy. And you can get 40% off, up to $15 off three Uber Teen rides. Valid for the first 30 days for new users in select markets. Now see out for details. Add your teen to your account today. It's super easy. Available in select locations. Again, see out for details. This episode brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. Especially when they start moving, with Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right, so no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and company while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today. We got you, baby. 
Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Time for parent confessions. You can call us with yours, 877-77-BOBBY. This is Lisa from Murfreesboro, Tennessee. When my daughter was young, uh, we used to go ahead and put her medicine in her chocolate milk before she'd go to bed. So she'd take her medicine. To this day, she still can't take any medicine. Oh, that's funny. That's what's come of it. Yeah. She was never trained to take medicine, take stuff that's not good, that doesn't feel good to make you better. So she still can't do it. That's borderline creepy, though. Putting medicine. Sneaking medicine into some chocolate milk. Amy's I mean, switching out healthy cereal with good <laughs> yeah, cereal. Wait a second. I don't know. If you got to get your kid to take some meds and you can't, you got to do what you got to do. I understand that if you can't. It didn't sound like they tried much. Yeah. <laughs> they went straight to the chocolate. <laughs> yeah. You know, but again, part of that's training the kid yeah. to be able to take stuff that doesn't taste good because you need what happens afterward to be good. Thank you for that call. Here's another one we got. Hi, I'm a parenting confession. Um, when my daughter was maybe like six months to a year, I would be obviously really tired in the morning and she would be up early. And while I drink my coffee on the couch, I would sprinkle shredded cheese around her playpen and she would crawl around for, I don't know, like 15 to 20 minutes looking for all the pieces of shredded cheese to eat while I was able to relax and drink my coffee. So it gave me a little bit of some time in the morning. That's my confession. Oh my gosh, so that's funny. genius. It, it, it's what I do with my dogs when I have one of those. You put it inside the like peanut butter in the ball. The Kong. And they're just Occupy. killing time trying yeah. to get to that peanut butter. She did the Kong ball <laughs> with the kid and cheese in the crib. Oh my god, That is great. That's funny. The baby loved cheese that much too. <laughs> okay, see, that's what we're dealing with here. You guys, you have a parent confession? Also, it could be called parent hacks. Sure. Depending on how you look at it. Yeah, because I feel like that's something that people could take away and use for themselves. We could do that with lunchbox in this room with cheese or <laughs> yeah. Sprinkle on the corner, watch them go around gathering it up. <laughs> okay, call us. 877-77-Bobby. Two tigers escape from their enclosures at a Georgia zoo, so they're running around going, Everybody, stay in your house. They're oh. still out there. They posted on the Facebook group. Apparently, in any way they could get to people that were living there, they were like Stay in. There was a tornado that struck on Sunday morning, the yeah. tornado. And so two of the tigers that were in that zoo were out. The Pine Mountain Wild Animal Safari confirmed that two animals were on the loose. They were located, tranquilized, and returned safely to their enclosure. I'm glad they didn't kill them. Yeah. Yeah. Those animals just ran out because of the tornado. Earlier on Sunday, they announced that there's at least one tiger unaccounted for. <laughs> oh. Oof. <laughs> Crazy. You want them to be accounted for and double-checked. Yeah. So they're still closed. The town of 1,500 people were like, hey, you guys stay in. But it only says in the story 
that one was on a... Did they find... There's still one in the loose? They did find that one too? Just at a different time? What about the one that's by himself? Homeward bound without his buddy. (laughs) He's trying to make it. He's like, where's Timmy the tiger? (laughs) Oh man, that would be crazy. Once, when I first moved here, and I'd already had some issues with security... And I get a, a phone call or a text, I guess, at first. It was like, hey, don't leave your house. And I'm like, why would I, why would I not leave my house? I don't leave my house anyway, but now I want to since you told me I can't. I said, what's up? He said, there's a dude running around with a gun in your neighborhood. That was crazy. Who had killed his family and was running around in the streets and in mm. the woods with a gun. And I'm like, well, what do you mean he's running around? And then I would see cops like posting up everywhere. And like choppers, right? And then later, like two hours later, Helicopters coming over. And then news vans were everywhere. And so they wouldn't let anybody go to work. So I just got in my car and drove anyway. And went through like eight different checkpoints just begging. Like, I got to get to work. I think I said, I'm public service. <laughs> Which technically. <laughs> yeah, you well, I guess. <laughs> like, I'm public service. You got to let me go. And they finally let me go. And that dude, if I'm remembering correctly, he like hid in the woods for 24 hours or so. Yeah, and then they found him. It was and then he surrendered. Next, yeah, it was he the next day out. he just walked out. That was nuts, too. Maybe worse than the Tigers. Oh, guy with a gun? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Like the murdering part's way worse. I'm talking about just running around your neighborhood. Wow. I don't know, two tigers. Though. No one of tigers out there? Tigers though. Ooh. <laughs> okay, look, here's the deal. Our phones, we had so many phone calls at once for that segment we're getting into. The phone system is broken. Ray, what's the latest as of right now? Uh, Scuba has called an engineer. They're working on it. It still says initializing, so whatever that means. We think it over flooded. Wow. Like when like somebody releases concert tickets? Yeah, yep. that's good. Or like an old truck, and you push the gas for too long, and it floods it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When, you, when it's not when on. you can't start it. <laughs> so if you want to call, you can keep trying. I thought that would be a fun segment to do with a bunch of callers. But apparently, you guys called so, just so much. It's like the dam was released. A lot of confessions out there that we can't even answer a single phone call now. Between the power going out and us not being able to get back on the air on Friday, and this happening today. Well, you want to quit? I need one of you guys just to be a full-time engineer. Okay. Oh. We don't have oh, one, which is no, the craziest no, no, no. thing. We don't have an engineer. No, that's ridiculous. Well, you said that. I just said it's crazy. <laughs> I mean, we need an engineer. Yeah. Um, okay, we'll be back. I think if this equipment works, we will come back. Raymundo, who works in the glass room, yeah. is yelling something at me every three <laughs> seconds. All of our equipment's broken all the time. We can't stay on the air. Our phones are broken. Right before we go on the air, Ray goes, yo, which line it is? Because our phones have been broken. So what do you need from me? Yeah, Abby can't see the name or the description. So as long as you say the line number, since you can see it, then we'll be able to pick the correct one. <laughs> huh. Yeah. Well, good luck. Okay. Oh, boy. One, oh, yeah. two. I think this is line two. I really can't tell either. <laughs> All right. Let's try line two, and I believe it's Nell in South Carolina, if that works. Nell. Yeah, it's Nell in South Carolina. Hey, Nell. You, More, uh, you know, Ooh. say that again, Nell, because we're a little oh. off. Yeah. Go ahead. Good morning, studio. Morning. morning. All right, now what do you have? Yeah, so I have three kiddos. They're all at their part, and so just kind of crazy anyways. So we had an ice cream truck that would come through our neighborhood every single day. And so when they were little, they asked what it was, and I said, oh, that's the music truck. And we'd start dancing. That lasted about eight years until one of the neighborhood trucks told them, absolutely an ice cream truck. And so what I got from that was well, she just said it was a music truck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not the ice cream truck. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. That's pretty funny. You just dance. <laughs> Do you have the the delay button ray near you? Yeah. Okay. I can also not see who's calling now. So we can just 
to go raw. Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. And the deal is, hit, if I say drop the delay, they said a bad word, you got to drop the delay. Are, yep. we, are we safe on that, everybody? Yes. We think so. And the first time we drop oh, the delay, boy. we got to go to a song or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for those that are asking, a delay is what we do in case you guys say a bad word. Or like seven seconds you know, ahead of you. It's a whole time machine type deal. Let's try something. Ray, let's pick up a random call. Oh, man. <laughs> Hello. This is Bobby. Who is this? Hmm. You this morning. Oh, hey. Will you say your name again? Sherry. Hey, Sherry. How are you? Would you tell me your, your parent confession today? So this is actually my mom. She said when I was a little girl that I would only eat McDonald's hamburgers, but Burger King's hamburgers were cheaper. So she would buy the Burger King hamburgers, but save the McDonald's wrappers and then rewrap the hamburgers <laughs> to make me think they were from McDonald's. That's pretty wow. funny. That's pretty funny. Yeah, Do good. you ever have a McDonald's hamburger now and be like, this doesn't taste like childhood. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. She wants Burger King. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you for that call. I really appreciate it. Hope you have a great day. You're welcome. You too. Bye-bye. Let's, hey, that's, hey, we got one down. Yeah, good job. We got the first one, but this was the first one wrong. Okay, let's go again. Hit me with another one. Ray, let me know when it's up. Good. All right. Hi, help. I have a parent confession. Would love to hear it. This is Bobby. Who's this? This is Celine. Hey, Celine. What would you like to say? I have a three-year-old daughter who we told has, like, she doesn't eat any vegetables. So we told her that frozen peas were candy, and it's one of her favorite snacks now. Uh, parents, how do we feel about that, Eddie? I mean, I, don't, I can't believe it worked. Like, yeah. That's amazing. Because it doesn't taste good? Yeah. No. Amy? I mean, I, I think it's okay. Whatever you got to do. Does she ever go, Mom, this candy doesn't taste like the other kinds of candy? <laughs> No, she absolutely loves it. It's like her favorite summertime snack. You know she's going to be in therapy in like 10 years. And I thought it was candy. <laughs> they lied to me. My whole life, I thought it was candy. <laughs> hey, I really appreciate that call. Thank you so much for calling the show. Of course. All right, see you later. Let's try one more, Ray. Two for two, baby. Hello, it's Bobby. Who's this? This is Stephanie. Hey, Stephanie, you're on the air. What would you like to say? Hi. <laughs> Good morning, studio. Morning. morning. <laughs> that was so cool. <laughs> My husband's an engineer, and you should hire him. Oh, <laughs> radio one or, or one that builds bridges? Uh, he doesn't build bridges. Mm. He can fix all your studio needs. Yeah, Arkansas Keith maybe could too. Man, that'd be cool. It involve a lot of duct tape and WD forty. <laughs> I think he could probably figure it out too. Um, do you have a parent confession, or are we just calling to let us know about your husband? Because both we care about. Okay, parent confessions. I have too many. Let's go. All right, give me one. Okay, one. So when my daughter was like a year, two years old, she wouldn't get in her car seat and she would throw a fit. So I would tell her like the little blackbirds outside were going to peck her eyeballs out. Oh, my God. Because there's always the blackbirds in the parking lot. Oh, my God. This is the darkest one we've ever <laughs> no, had. No, 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 oh, no, no. No, no. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. And, yeah. and so she would stop crying, get in her car seat, and I would shut the door act like they were going to attack her. And we never had problems after that. Yeah, I wouldn't think so. <laughs> you thought frozen pea girl was going to end up in therapy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This one will never be able to look at a bird her whole life. Do you have another one? You said you, only one. Do you have a second one? Yeah, I promise. <laughs> okay, I think we'll... Still... All right, I'm at work. You guys have a good day. All right, see you oh, later. Thank bye. Thank you. Yeah, that was nuts, huh? Yeah. yeah that was crazy. Ow. Let's give it one more run, Ray. Let's do one more. I know every every line's ringing. Hello, it's Bob. Hello, it's Bobby. Hi. Who's this? This is Rochelle. Rochelle, you're on the air. What would you like to say? Uh, so my kids are next level crazy. And one time when I was in the shower, my 
oldest son, who was only three at the time, decided to kick out a window screen and let him and his younger siblings out the window. <laughs> oh, man. So what, <laughs> what did you do? Um, I actually had a neighbor come tell me that the kids were outside. Mm. All right. And so I like her, it. Her parenting hey, hey, the best her, is, We're yeah. all good. Hey, I appreciate that call. Of course. All right, see you later. Yeah, I, don't, I just don't think she understood. No, yeah, no. She okay. You know what? I appreciated the attempt yeah. and the call. Yeah. That's what the screener's for, right? That's right. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. The screener's to keep <laughs> those people this, out. And Abby would have said, hey, thank you. That's really not what we're talking about, but I really appreciate the call. Interesting. Yeah. One more, Ray. Let's let's end on a good note. Hello, Bobby Bone Show. Who's this? It's Jody. Hey, what's going on? Not much. Just driving to work. Well, I appreciate that. You're on the air. Do you have a parent confession? I do. Um, we have three kids, and when they were younger and they'd want to go to a place that we didn't really want to, one of the kids' places, we would just lie and tell them they were remodeling so we couldn't go. So every place they wanted to go to <laughs> happened to be under construction? Uh, every time. I felt that. If we, if we wanted to go somewhere better, then we'd just tell them, well, it's under construction. <laughs> I love that. All right, we appreciate you calling and sharing that with us. I hope you have a great day. Thank you. You too. All right. I must applaud you, the caller. Not one person tried to say the S word or the F word. Yeah. And there we are. We, we, did it. we did it live. We did it live. It was great. Thank you. Abby Shop doesn't seem so hard. I just did it and hosted the show. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. We feel pretty good. Our phones at least work a little bit. If you guys want to call us, you can. 877-77-BOBBY. That's our number. Let me say this. The award show for the fans is back. It's the iHeartRadio Music Awards live on Fox tonight, hosted by Lenny Kravitz. Keith Urban will be there. Cody Johnson will be there. Both Jordan Davis and Cole Swindell are nominated for Country Song of the Year. Taylor Swift will be there for the Innovator Award. More info at iHeartRadio.com slash awards. Watch tonight on Fox at 8, 7 Central. Thank you very much. Again, you want to call us, 877-77-BOBBY. We're on our way to a fully functional studio. By 2025, you better believe this place is going to be working. Okay, we're going to do a couple more parent confessions before we get to the news. Let's first go over and talk to Lori, who's in Arkansas. Lori, you're on the Bobby Bones Show. What is your parent confession? Um, When my daughter was four, she thought she needed a nighttime medicine. She wasn't sleeping very good. And her cousin would take melatonin. Well, we tried it once. It gave her nightmares. It wasn't going to work. So we then got jelly beans. She would take one jelly bean every night before she went to bed, and she'd sleep all night. Very good sleep. We did it for like two years. We finally ended up telling her that it was just jelly beans, but we haven't had any sleeping issues since. I mean, that's a placebo really working. Yes. She thinks it is, therefore it is, and it works. But also, what if just a jelly bean makes her sleep longer? (laughs) Whatever's in a jelly bean. You found (laughs) out. Yeah. Uh, and her cousin, okay, I was like, how did she know there was such thing as a sleep medicine, a nighttime? So she had a cousin that was drinking melatonin, you say? Yeah, well, her cousin would take a gummy, melatonin mm. gummy. That melatonin, you know, it kind of wrecks your cycle, right? I mean, it makes you sleep, but it it kind of kicks out your cycle. Because we have these sleep cycles we're in. And like when you get to that REM sleep and it's like a go from not sleeping very good to sleeping really hard. And then it just kind of starts over again. But if you take something, it kind of breaks it. And even if you sleep hard, sometimes you wake up even more tired. You ever do that where you sleep so hard and you wake up and you're just exhausted? Oh, yeah. yes. It's because you woke up at the wrong time inside of your sleep cycle. Oh, yeah. So mm-hmm. melatonin does that to me. Like I just wake up randomly hard and like, oh, and then I'm just 
upset. Anything I take, I would do that. So I don't, I melatonin, just don't sleep. Yeah, melatonin just affects people differently. I can't take it, but I give it to my son every night. You, as in it doesn't affect you? As in, it does the opposite for me. If I take it and I don't go to bed within 30 minutes, my brain just starts racing and it's like crazy. It's so it weird. does work, just not, it, it affects you. It just doesn't do what you want it to do. And weird. Then, yeah, yes. And then my brain You're starts going. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure it's just the melatonin, melatonin gummy. gummy. I, I okay. don't know, but my brain just starts to, and I'm like, shoot, I didn't fall asleep in time. And then if I do fall asleep in time and it does work, I wake up feeling horrible. Get her a jelly bean. <laughs> Get the lady a jelly bean. <laughs> I'll take a placebo. That's what's up. Thank you for that call. We appreciate that. We'll grab some more in a minute but first the news bobby's big stories speaking of the brain and i wanted to go into this out of that a way to trick your brain into remembering things is to say it out loud five to seven times a new study found saying words aloud stores information in your memory bank more effectively making it stick longer now i thought we would try this with lunchbox right now lunchbox do you know because you know a lot of things yeah I'm going to find something you don't know, and we're going to have you say it five to seven times and see if later today or tomorrow or the next day you remember, okay? Do you know the state capital of Connecticut? Uh, the Hartford. The state capital of Connecticut is Hartford, so I can't do that. Wow. Okay, okay. Yeah, I got that right. All right. Okay. That was the only uh, thing I just guessed. This I, one will be tough. Vermont, because it's a weird one. Oh, yeah, it's Montpelier. Oh, my God. Okay. He knows that yeah, one? what's happening? How, did, hey. how does he not know who sings Friends in Low Places? <laughs> Okay, let's let's try another one. Alan Jackson. No. Oh my God. Okay, here we go. Oh, what is the capital of Wyoming? Laramie. Okay, the state capital of Wyoming is, I believe it's Cheyenne. I think it's okay. Cheyenne. Oh, you gotta make Cheyenne. Okay. That's a song too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Make now Cheyenne. we're gonna. I want you to say it five times. I want you to say the state capital of Wyoming is Cheyenne. The state capital of Wyoming is Cheyenne. The state capital of Wyoming is Cheyenne. I feel like I'm being hypnotized. The state capital of Wyoming is Cheyenne. The state capital of Wyoming is Cheyenne. The state capital of Wyoming is Cheyenne. Boom. Now hold on to that and let's check back later and let's check back tomorrow and see if he remembers it. Okay. What's state capital? Laramie. No. Cheyenne. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh. Cheyenne. Good. Yeah. Moving on to the next story. That's from Women's World, by the way. Say something out loud five to seven times and then you will remember it. Never argue just to argue. It takes a toll on your body. According to researchers who looked at the physical effects of marital arguments, regular bickering can put a lot of strain on your physical body as well as your overall attitude toward everyone else. It directly leads to negative feelings, signs of depression, and overtime headaches. In long-term cases, neck and chest pain were also found with couples that argued a lot. Also, signs of coronary disease for couples that stayed together and argued a lot. Wow. That is from the University of Utah. Next up, be careful dieting. It affects how fast you process information. Researchers found the people who were currently on a diet showed slower reaction times and poor recall in word memory tests. It's because your body gets used to the foods you give it and has to get used to the new fuel levels over time. Diets are all about your body becoming acclimated, but in the short term, your body's confused and it's spending a lot of energy doing things that it normally doesn't have to spend energy on, so it takes away from other things like processing and thinking. Dang. Whenever I started this Whole30, I have one week left. Whenever I started it, I had a withdrawal because I love sugar and I've had nothing with any sort of preservative at all. Processed sugar. Yeah, for any three weeks. And so I don't count fruit as sugar. No, it's the bad sugar. I eat it. It's my candy now. Yeah. It's like the candy from the sky. Isn't that amazing? You're like, oh, I need candy. Give me a strawberry. I wasn't like that forever. (laughs) It's God's candy. Yeah, it's God's candy. Yeah. So when I started it, I'd had two days of crazy withdrawal. Even on the air, I was like, what? Like I couldn't function correctly because my body was doing that. 
But we're one weekend, and here's my takeaway from this whole 30. It's hard to do. It's supposed to be hard to do because nothing that's worth doing that's going to change you even temporarily is easy. It's not supposed to be. It's hard. We eat so many preservatives all the time. And think about that. It's chemicals put into food to preserve them longer, which we're probably not supposed to be eating. Yeah, not good. That's two. Number three is God's candy ain't as good as preserved candy. <laughs> that's true. Uh, that's three. Number four is it, it's not really a diet. I guess it, in the the way of it is what I eat, but I haven't eaten less. I've just eaten more and been bored. So there's been no significant weight loss because that has not been the goal. I think I have, though, lost about four pounds, which is just... I don't know. Was I holding that many preservatives in my butt? Yeah. Four <laughs> pounds worth? I don't know. Because I've been eating a ton. But I, again, just my stomach has been in such bad shape for years and years. That's why we did it. And then we're going to reintroduce foods, probably cake and stuff, immediately. Yeah. And then see like, what happens. Your birthday is Saturday, so what are you reintroducing? Mm-hmm. Probably cake. And ice cream. Yeah, probably yeah. ice cream too. Amazing cookies. But it's been good. And that I do feel now absolute changes, but there's no way I can stick to it. It's so hard. To only eat things that have no preservatives and no chemicals and have been grown or walked on the earth. Mm. I don't know how Jesus did it. Yeah, it's tough, man. Probably because they didn't have preservatives back then or he would have. They didn't have an option. Reality check. 80% of receipts in U.S. restaurants, bars, and grocery stores contain toxic chemicals linked to cancer. Oh. That's right. On the receipts. Uh. Researchers from the Ecology Center in Detroit found the toxic substances in 80% of the checks used at all those places. Receipts are made from thermal paper, a special fine paper that has a heat-sensitive layer containing colorful developers that are called BPA and BPS. BPA is the oldest chemical and is categorized by the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency as toxic to the reproductive system. Mm-hmm. Whoa. That's why it's important if you're drinking a plastic water bottle, like a reusable one, it says BPA-free. Yeah, I never knew what that meant, never cared to look it up, but I'm glad you told me now. Thanks, Amy. Thank you. So now we're supposed to say we don't want a receipt? <laughs> I say that anyway. Don't touch it. I guess take some tweezers. Yes. <laughs> I'll take that. Thank you very much. Alex, and his name is Murdoch, right? Even though yes. it's spelled Murdoch? Uh-huh. Yep. And it's Alec. Even, Even though, though it's spelled Alex? Yes. What is this dude? Really? Of yeah. course. Of course he's in jail. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> of all that? Yeah. <laughs> Alec Murdoch. Uh, yeah. His bullets, hunting gear, trophies, and furniture from the lodge where he murdered his wife and son will go under auction. Yeah, mm. yeah, I'm good. Oh. And people will buy it. Oh. I mean, is that creepy to buy it or is it? Yeah, it's creepy, but there are people who just like that type of stuff. Creepy stuff? Items from the South Carolina mansion where he murdered his wife and son. They, some of them went up for auction. I mean, I'm looking at some stuff. It is nice. Yeah. And I guess if you just want a nice chair, that's one thing and you don't care about that it was in that place. Or two people are going to buy it because they don't care about the nice chair. They only want the conversation piece of it's a murderer's chair. And then who gets the money from that auction? The the son, the only survivor. No, no, no. They got to. He's got to pay back. Yeah, he owes a lot of money. So they're trying to sell everything. Got it. They'll never meet that though. (sighs) A man in Canada was arrested after he failed a driving test, and then he freaked out, recklessly tearing through the parking lot. He nearly hit four people and did a bunch of burnouts. Mm. (laughs) That's from CBC News. (laughs) A Brampton man has been arrested and charged after failing his driving test, and then, well, driving erratically. Officers were called to the plaza. That's where a 36-year-old man became irate. I'm surprised he's 36. (laughs) That is weird. I thought it'd be like an 18-year-old, 19-year-old. No, a 36-year-old guy was all upset after failing his driving test. He began yelling at staff, got into his vehicle, sped out of the parking lot. He tried to drive through a pedestrian walkway that was very narrow. 
and there were people walking on it, nearly missing four, and then just kept burning out in the parking lot. You still think burnouts are cool? I was about huh? to say, I get the burnouts. Like, that is so neat. When you hear tire, tires, like, oh, no. <laughs> I never think it's neat. Somebody burned out the, uh, at a light next to me. Pretty cool, huh? No. Did you look day. at them? I'm in my Hyundai. That is not a car that goes, I'd like to race. Nothing about that says, I think my car is faster than yours. It's a really cool car, but it's an SUV. There's not a racing SUV. And this car, un, 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 uh, I looked at Kay, I was like, why did they do that? Like, I'm not interested in racing ever. Like, if I'm in my car, it's a pretty fast car. I get what people will try to race me. I don't race anybody. Eh, I don't race anybody, but sometimes I get a little, little competitive there. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Which would mean... But I don't race. Okay. I don't hit the pit gas. All right. Have you ever done a burnout in it? Never. I've never burned out once in my life on Are purpose. Are you serious? On purpose. You haven't been living. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do donuts. That'll get your blood no going. No way. TSA stirs the debate after ruling that peanut butter is a liquid. Thoughts mm. on peanut butter being a liquid? I, I no. mean, I've had my oatmeal confiscated, my chia seed pudding confiscated, so yeah. But I, I feel like even oatmeal and chia seed pudding are more liquid than peanut butter 100%. is. 100%. <laughs> if you look at the natural peanut butter, like the, the real, real, real peanut butter, it's very liquidy. Yeah, because the oil. Yeah. So the oil it's, is the thing that makes it liquid. But this most people don't have natural peanut butter. I would not buy it. Jiffy. Nah, if I like, like peanut the butter. Jiff no. stuff, that's all creamy. Like uh like more solid than than liquid, yeah. Well they took his. <laughs> that's crazy. And he's all freaking out about it. <laughs> the New York City loft where Heath Ledger died in two thousand eight sold for fourteen point three million dollars. No, I don't think this is as much about Heath Ledger dying. It's not the same thing as the Alec Murdoch story a minute ago. And also it was so long ago, two thousand eight. The condo unit in downtown Manhattan's Soho neighborhood was sold to an LLC last month. When he was living there, he paid $25,000 a month for the loft rental, oh. and that was in 2008. Wow. Oof. That's a that's steep rent. That is, in 2008 especially. I thought you were going to say steal. I, I mean, like, it is now, but no. I'm thinking 2008. Man. It's, it's a lot more than 25000 is now. But yeah, $14.3 million. That's from People Magazine. John Wick 4 dominates the box office. I love the John Wick movies. I don't love them enough to go to the theater, though. I had to come to that conclusion. I thought about it. I hate the theater so much. I hate going to a movie theater. Just the people are on their phones and talking. And Mike D. from Movie Mike's Movie Podcast. Did you watch John Wick 4? I did. And? It's really good. It's the best one yet. Well, I like it. Yeah. A little more sophisticated. Is it long? Oh, yeah. It's almost three hours. 2.50. Oh, my goodness. Oh. But, but in so my good. mind, can I make John Wick 5 out of it? Can I pause it at a certain point? See, that's what you should do. Find the middle point in a long movie that you can pause it and end as the first movie, and then you can go back and start it again so it feels like you're watching a completely separate movie without feeling old and having to go take a nap or go to bed. Is there a point I can pause it and go, all right, John Wick 4 is over. Can't wait for John Wick 5. Not, then, no. not in this one. All right, that's from Variety. Reese Witherspoon and husband Jim Toth announce they're divorcing after 12 years of marriage. That is from The Hollywood Reporter. Amy, did you think about that? I did. Well, was, several people were sending it to me because I guess she, yeah, she put a post on she Instagram. She credit you? And, no, not at oh, all. Why are people send like, it to wow. you? That's, that's what, weird. I, I don't know. It was, I think, I don't know if it's supposed to be comforting to me. I, it, that's what I would assume. Like, so oh, just like us? Hey, huh. wow, look. Reese, too. But you do love Reese. Yeah, but I this do. is your chance to reach out and say, hey, if you need me, I, I, I know what you're going through. But she's been uh, divorced before already. Yeah, from I Ryan. Ryan Phillippe. Phillippe. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the FTC wants to make it easier to cancel subscriptions. Now, this I can sign up for. From CBS News, 
it's hard to cancel some subscriptions or you don't know your password to get in to cancel a subscription or we can keep going down the deal here. But the Federal Trade Commission says we need a new click to cancel rule that would require businesses to make canceling a subscription as easy as it was to sign up for them. Yes. That's a great one. I think that both parties could agree upon. I'd run on that as my presidential platform. (laughs) And that's it. That's the news. Thank you. Those were Bobby's Big Stories. Let me tell you about the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. I can tell you because I've seen the preview of the Santa Fe. It's awesome. I cannot wait to see it in real life and drive it for myself. The Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from whatever you feel like is dull in your work week. And then maybe you got an adventure plan for the weekend. So listen to this. H-Track all-wheel drive, which means you can, if you want to get on a dirt trail, go. The steeper, the better. Get to where no one else is going. Get ready to splash through puddles, kick up some mud, make some tracks, because you're going to have a blast. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe features best-in-class rear cargo space. So whether it's groceries or dogs, water bowls, treats, and toys, again, maybe you're out and about, camping gear, extra bags, whatever you need to make it a real adventure, you got plenty of room. And then available dual wireless charging pads. This is probably the feature that I'm most excited about and the thing that I'll use the most. It's great because the last thing you want to do is be anywhere with a dead phone. Especially, again, if you're going camping or if you're just driving down the road. You know, the worst nightmare for me is my phone going dead. Or just a low battery when it gets red. Oof, always got to have it charged. And with the available dual wireless charging pads, you'll be able to head as far out or stay in as much as you want. Got the charging pads, and you can navigate your way back to civilization. You got to check out the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Just go look at it. Just looking at it's awesome. HyundaiUSA.com. Class comparison of cargo volume behind front seats with all rear seats folded down based on primary compact SUV competitors as defined by Hyundai Motor America. Competitors within this class are Chevrolet Blazer, Ford Edge, Honda Passport, Jeep Cherokee, Nissan Murano, Subaru Outback, Toyota Venza, and Volkswagen Atlas Cross Sport. Claim based on comparison of specifications on manufacturer websites. So my daughter is actually 16, but she doesn't drive everywhere yet. She just goes to school and then back home from home to school. That's all we really allow. And she just started this dance class at a place that's a little far away. And we also have a son. You know how it gets. Logistics can be difficult at times. So I signed my daughter up for Uber Teen and she took Uber Teen to her dance class this week. And it was amazing. An Uber teen account, it's just like it sounds. It's an Uber account for your teen with trackable trips and highly rated drivers. While I wasn't able to be there with her, I was able to track her on my phone and I got text updates the entire time. And I could tell that she felt a sense of independence. She thought it was super cool. So I definitely felt safe with her using Uber teen. And if you're ever in a bind, this is something that can for sure come in handy. And you can get 40% off up to $15 off three Uber teen rides valid for the first 30 days for new users in select markets. Now see out for details, add your teen to your account today. It's super easy available in select locations. Again, see out for details. This episode brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes and so do their tushies, especially when they start moving With Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, 
They'll feel protected and company while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today. We got you, baby. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. I want to go talk to Angela, who lives in Mississippi. Angela's been waiting with a parent confession. Angela, you're on the show. What's going on? Nothing much. Getting ready to go get cataract surgery. Well, good luck with that. <laughs> the eyes, man. Hope you have a good surgeon. The eyes, very... I'm glad you're getting them fixed. That's what I should say. Yes. Right? I'm glad <laughs> you're getting them fixed. Her yes, <laughs> yes. All right, you're up. What would you like to say? Okay, so my son is eight. When he was about three, um, I was so sick of chicken nuggets. It was just, ugh. So I decided I wanted to have Taco Bell one day. And he was going through this whole little spell of, I only like hamburger meat when it's convenient to me. So he opens up the taco and he looks at it and he's like, I don't eat hamburger meat. Well, I was like, oh, babe, that's not hamburger meat. That's taco meat. It's different. <laughs> He's like, really? So he eats it. Well, for the next month, that's all he wants to eat is Taco Bell soft tacos with no lettuce. Okay. I got sick of Taco Bell. <laughs> so then I say, what do you want to eat? You want to go get like some chicken nuggets? No, no, mom. I want some tacos. I I'm sorry, babe. We can't go to Taco Bell because I no longer have any electronic coupons on my phone. So at eight years old, he still asked people, do you have any electronic coupons on your phone so we can go eat? Yeah. <laughs> you walked them all the way there. Man. You know, Angela, you did that, didn't you? Yes. And yeah. I can't, like, <laughs> nobody can tell him. But you don't have to have coupons to go eat somewhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can only get in with the electric coupons, what he thinks. <laughs> he like, it's like a ticket into Taco Bell. Yes. When he's older, he might start dating. He's like, shoot, where can I get some of these <laughs> electronic coupons? Angela, thank you for your call. Hope you have a great day. All right, thank you. All right, see you later. One more. Jenny in Wisconsin is on the Bobby Bone Show. Jenny, what would you like to say? When my daughter, my oldest daughter, was very little... She never liked to eat the crust of her toast or sandwiches or anything like that. And I I said, you, you know, sweetie, that's where all the nutrients are. You have to eat the crust. If you want to grow up to be big and strong and healthy, you have to eat the crust. You have to have those nutrients. Fast forward to her freshman year of college in her health promotion and wellness major. I get a phone call from her and said, you've lied to me all my life. Oh, the nutrients are not in the crust. <laughs> wow. Oh. And you know what? 
there aren't a lot of stories saying that the nutrients aren't in the crust. So you just probably believed it as a kid. Nothing's ever told you otherwise. You hold on to it. And then all of a sudden you're like, wait, what? <laughs> I believe... Yeah, I could have fallen for that one. Yeah, because, I mean, the nutrients in the potatoes and were in white bread, now that I think about it. <laughs> did you really? In white bread, yeah. I think I did think that. Are you my mom? <laughs> this is how I find <laughs> All right, thank you for the call. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, the peel, like in a banana? No, well... They do. You can blend it in the blender. No, no, no. Into your smoothie. no, no. You can. You can. You can do okay. a lot of things. <laughs> I'm not but, doing that. Doesn't mean you should. But I'm talking about the peel of a potato. That's what they say to us. Is it true? Probably. <laughs> the nutrients in. There? I'll eat a potato peel. Oh yeah, okay. me too. Same. Yeah. Scrub. If as long as it's cleaned, <laughs> I'll eat a potato peel. All right. Thank you for those calls. The headline I saw was Idaho will allow execution by firing squad. What? Whoa. And I did the same thing. I was like, what? I'm not a big death penalty guy unless you can Berger approve it. And mostly if they touched a kid and they murdered. That's about it. You just have too many people that are in prison their whole life or die. And then you find out later they shouldn't have been. And that sucks so bad that even if one of those happens, it's like I'd rather just lock everybody up forever with the risk of that not happening. Because nobody should die. Unless you touch a kid, then it's like immediately. Right. So Idaho says, all right, we're up for it. And I start to go, why would they do that? And then I start to question myself going, what's the difference? Like if, we're, if you're going to shock them to death or shoot them, I mean, the shooting them may actually be more humane and quicker. Oh. Shock them oh. to death or shoot them or pop drugs in them. Yeah, lethal injection is the most yeah. common one. I just feel bad for, okay, I feel bad for a lot of this, but also the person that would potentially have to do the Executioner. shooting. Executioner. Yeah, well, it's that. not one. So what I think happens, at least old school, there'll be like five of them and no one knows who has the bullet in their gun. So, oh, they, don't have, so they don't have the, uh, the guilt of it. And so, although I think there'll probably still be guilt, and you yeah. probably know when you maybe you have a blank, right. and the other there's one, and the other ones have a bullet in oh. two, but it's a blank, and then you shoot, and then that's the deal. I didn't it's, know they did that. So, but here is what was surprising to me: Idaho is the fifth state to allow firing squad. When I read it, I was like, "Wow, look at Idaho! Like bringing it back old school, first state to do it." Mm-mm. Mississippi, Utah, Oklahoma, and South Carolina all have wow. firing squad. The law goes into effect July first. And then I read this. The governor, Brad Little, signed the legislation on Friday after the state experienced difficulty difficulty in securing drugs needed to do lethal injections. So they were trying to do it, but they couldn't get the drugs to do it for different reasons. Now, again, I'm not a big death penalty guy unless it's murdering kids. That's even then I struggle because too many people get, you know, put to death. And well, it turns out they may not have done it. But man, I think that's probably the way I would. Then Then I go, what would I pick? Firing squad? Probably. But we wouldn't even hear it. Well, they say that the lethal injection is pretty, like, Mm -hmm. painless. Oh, painless? Uh That's what they say. Just kind of like... But who gets to give that report after it's over? Yeah. Well, while it's happening, they don't seem... You think they interview them. All right, buddy, uh, we just (laughs) stuck a needle in you. Let's go to you for the interview. (laughs) That's a good point. Who tried that? (laughs) I think it'd probably be firing squad for me because I would never know. And then also, do they, like in the old movies, they put a bag over their head? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What if they still do that kind of crap? And then how do they know like it's done? The deal's done. Well, Eddie, I don't know where you hear this, but lethal injection causes severe pain and severe respiratory distress yeah. with associated sensations of drowning, asphyxiation, panic, and terror in the overwhelming majority of cases. A new report from NPR found. Who said that? Who reported that? NPR. One? I just said from yeah, NPR. Yeah, yeah, but how did, who, did they take it? They and probably then, watch they people watch go, Ugh. Yeah, and I've, yeah. Oh. Well, I, I was going to witness one. I told you that. 
mm-hmm. in college, and then my professor didn't sign the paper, so I didn't do it. But now that I'm 44 years old, I'm like, thank, thank God I didn't. Oh, do yeah, that. it didn't trauma for sure. I, I, I don't want to do that. So, were you doing it for like a reporting class? Yeah, I was a journalist major, and so like that was gonna be my final project to go witness an execution. Golly, because oh. that's they would do it literally three blocks from my from my school. So that's where Texas Death Row was. And so that part of my last project, I was like, I'm going to go witness one. And I was so excited to do it. And then when I didn't, when it didn't happen, I was really upset. Now I'm so glad I didn't do it. Yeah, young kid, you obviously a dumb dumb. Dumb dumb. I'm so thankful you didn't see that. Man, do you think I the mean, professor did that on purpose or did they just forget to do it? No, he forgot to do it because, oh. I mean, I would say five students out of every class did, did it. Oh, wow. Oh. Mm, I don't like that. Mm-hmm. The whole topic's kind of weird. Yeah, it is. But I saw that about Idaho and had all these feelings and it came back around to, oh, they can't get the drugs. Mm. And then it was like, well, what would I choose? Mm. Then it was like, I need to stop thinking about this because I'm going to a bad place. <laughs> <laughs> I hope everybody had a good weekend. Hope it was restful or you got something done. We'll go around the room and do high-low from the weekend. I'll go first. My high was probably going to watch John Mayer Friday night. He did his solo acoustic tour. It's literally just him and an acoustic guitar. Wow. It's the whole show. That's awesome. In the arena, 11,000 was sold out. I've never seen so many people at an acoustic show. It's awesome. And so me and a friend went and sat. We both are huge John Mayer fans, and we didn't have to talk a whole lot. We're just like, that's a good one, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Let's go to the next one. Yeah. There was only one time where he didn't even play acoustic. He got on the piano to play a few songs, and he did that thing where he loops. It's a full piano, but he looped it. And he'd be like, boom, boom, doom, boom. And then he looped that over. Boom, boom, doom, boom. But then he picked up an electric guitar. And it's like, it's awesome. Like what's, almost what tears. What song was that? Almost tears. That was one called boom, boom, doom, boom. My favorite song ever of my whole life of all time is Stop This Train. Stop this train. I want to get off and go home again. He did that. I was like, <laughs> right, oh, that's John. awesome. He's like, I'm, I'm so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm only good at being young. Oh, it's like, I felt that, John. <laughs> First songwriter that I ever knew in my life that actually like spoke for me. I think that's when I was like, oh, I've always felt that. You know how you watch a good comedian and you're like, ah, I thought the same thing. I just yeah. know how to say it like that. Like, that has always been John Mayer's music to me. It's like, oh, I felt that. He's a few years older than me, but, like, close enough and kind of similar-ish that I was like, yeah, we feel the same. Although he's way more talented and (laughs) good-looking and everything. It was just an amazing show. I loved it. To me, that's the perfect show. Just... John Mayer, nude with a guitar. Wait, yeah. nude. with a guitar. Whoa, 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 whoa. Well, I was going to say you've seen him before, but with the, like, like 13 times. Yeah, so yeah. is this one the, like, do you have a favorite? Maybe this one. I mean, this is different, though. I don't though, know. Right? It was so big. I don't know if this is my favorite because it's so big. It was definitely a top fiver, but it was such a big show, meaning so many people. And since it was just acoustic, when people would sing the songs back, the people were a little too loud. Ah. Uh, and it was cool because everybody knew all the words. But there's really nothing to drown out the people. The only person I wanted to hear sing was John and myself. That's it. <laughs> but it was really good. Uh, and then because we're in Nashville, and I don't think he's done this at any of his other shows, he brought out a, a guest, and it was the perfect guest. Ooh. For me, it was the perfect guest. I got it. I don't know that I could have picked a better guest for him to come out with. Who? Aldine. Mm-mm. No. Although I didn't come out at the Morgan Wallen show. <laughs> but when not we were at that one. Yeah, wasn't, no. Oh, that'd have been, that'd have been oh, funny. All right. They, you know, not Keith. They did a Crossroads together a long time Ooh, ago, though, so it wouldn't be weird. Picture like it. their guitar situation. It wasn't really a guitar situation night, though. Okay. Because, again, it's just him and an acoustic. He did some solo stuff, but it really wasn't a whole lot of that. Garth Brooks. Mm-mm. Hey, what about Vince Gill? 
Mm-hmm. That'd have been cool. It wasn't anybody country. Okay. Oh. Okay. Well, I'll take that back. It wasn't anybody that is really known for being country. Although they've they've done some country things before. Kid Rock. No, but you're getting closer. But it's not a dude. Jewel. Cheryl Crow. Cheryl Crow. Oh. Wow. Come on. They did strong enough. I love Cheryl Crow as a person and an artist. I mean, she was one of my favorite favorites back in the day. Her music catalog is so good, and I she's just awesome now as a person. And so they were like, hey, here she is, Cheryl Crow. And they went up, and she played this, and they played it together and sang it. It was beautiful. Wow. almost cried. Wow. But you didn't? I didn't. No, I didn't really cry. Dang. And then we didn't know it was storming, and so we left a few minutes early. I knew when it was really ending and when it was fake ending. So I knew we could get out when like the fake music's playing <laughs> at the end. And so we left and it was pouring down rain. Yeah. We had to run like four blocks in a storm, like Forrest Gump sideways rain storm. It was crazy, <laughs> man. Rain. Oh yeah, the thunder was so loud too. It was, yeah, it was you wild. You left night. early? I left whenever there wasn't, he wasn't going to play any more songs. Right. Oh. Like I, I said, I knew what the what was happening, luckily. And so we were like, okay, now's our time to go. Oh, you didn't see he played 10 more songs. If that would have happened, oh. I would have <laughs> cried once I got home. I'm messing with so you. So that was my best. The John Mayer show was amazing. I think B is we had a big group play pickleball yesterday. And my doubles partner and I won the whole tournament. Wow. Pretty good. Yeah. Felt pretty good about that. The worst was going and watching Arkansas get beat by UConn and it was real bad and then we just got the crap out of there. We flew to Vegas. Long flight. We're ready to be there for the whole weekend. Game wasn't good and then the game was over and I'm like I'm ready to go home. I don't want to be here. I don't care about Vegas. I don't care about anything. I just want to get home. I don't like this. I don't like how it makes me feel. So I went home Hmm. and then but landed and went to John Mayer yeah, and played pickleball. But hey, pretty good season considering, you know, two of our best players weren't able to play most of the year. But whatever. It was fun. Got to go see a bunch of Arkansas Razorback fellow brethren at the game, but we lost. It was, oof, it was bad. It's ugly. <laughs> it's ugly. Um, but that's my best and my worst. Amy. Yeah, my high would be the on Saturday I did two live podcast shows and it was really special. It was fun to just see listeners and see their faces and then my kids were a part of it. They asked. I didn't bring it up but having them join in at different parts was really, really special and then the low would be wearing heels that long. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You take them off between shows? Um, Yes. Well, I did an outfit change so I switched. Dang, Reba. Whoa. (laughs) But I switched to more uncomfortable heels for the second show, but I didn't realize it. And yeah, my back is just still hurting me today. (laughs) The shoe thing I never got because I never wore heels. In the last couple of award shows, the company's been like, hey, we want to send you some really fancy shoes. And I'm like, free shoes? Okay. And after the award show, my feet kill me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because they're new and they're fancy. And I would tell Caitlin now, like, mm, I'm really sad all those times I just had complete disregard for you. Like, my feet hurt. And I'm like, toughen up. But I had I, taken my shoes off and I was walking down a sidewalk holding them in my hand. <laughs> like every drunk girl like, on walk Broadway or 6th Street forever. <laughs> my feet were hurting so bad. Yeah, heard the shows were good. You feel good about them? I do. Yeah. yeah, I do. So can't wait maybe for more. Eddie? Okay, so my high is baseball season started, which is awesome. I love it. And my four-year-old, he started baseball. You mean your kid's baseball season? Yeah, not okay. me. I don't play that. No, no, no. I mean, like major league. No, no, no. My boys. College. Which is great, man, because like I get to sit there, eat my sunflower seeds, you know, soak in the sun. I just love baseball season. So 
That's what that was my high for sure. Watching them play and my baby playing for the first time, amazing, hilarious. When do you not call him a baby anymore? Well, he's still my baby's son. He's like the little one. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? He's, but my, baby, he's my baby. When you talk about your baby, I always think you have a new baby. I even call him baby. Oh, okay. oh. Well, when does that stop? Yeah, I don't know. He's that. four, but he's like, you're my baby. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Is that weird? No, I, I just every time you say my baby, I think people think it's a baby. Mm -hmm. So what I say, my little son, my youngest, youngest. son, my youngest son, youngest. Okay. You, know, you can say whatever you want. You're the dad. <laughs> But I think a lot of people think when you say that, that it's a baby. No, he's four, but he's my baby. Yeah, I got you. You know what I mean? And I love it. All right, what else? And my low, dude, was that storm on Friday. I mean, it was brutal. I think they said it was 70 mile per hour wind. Um, part of my roof fell off. Mm. Like, fell off or was blown I off? I heard it thumping. And I'm like, it sounds like my whole roof is going to fly off. Was it already on like its end? No, it really? was perfectly fine. And then it just started flapping up and down, up and down. And then I looked the next day and yeah, a piece of it had flown off. You should hold out and try to get on a reality show before you fix it. Yeah. Ooh, like sure. who's Amy's maybe? Amy's sister? sister? Yeah, yeah. Hey. <laughs> All right, Lunchbox, hi, low. Uh, hi, winning money. Uh, I won a couple of the bracket challenges that I entered. So got paid this weekend because I wrapped up first place and I love money. Worst is, <laughs> what on earth? Oh, my God. He's, he's crying. No, dying. I got a little chest congestion this weekend. That oh, no. Worst. That means we're all going to get chest yeah. congestion. No, 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 no. It's like a sinus infection. He brings infection. everything uh, into the studio. Go. True or false, Amy? True. Anytime he gets sick, he brings it in, and then everybody gets it. Yeah. He it, just coughed in my face. He's like, I don't know why you guys <laughs> get sick. Uh, yeah, so that was the worst of the weekend is just getting up. The only time I ever got COVID. That's because of Lunchbox. Uh, the only time I got COVID, maybe could have been because of Bobby. What? <laughs> so no, you had it first. I mean, no sense. Yeah. And we were together hanging out after work. It was like, I don't feel good. <laughs> you don't? Okay. He gets COVID. I get COVID. I don't feel good. <laughs> yeah, that was one time. One time. Okay. Uh, uh, we can yeah, I didn't want to bring up the chest congestion, but then I was like, then man. Then you I, coughed. Well, I know I was going to try to hide it, but I was like, well, here Give we go. Give your weekend a number, though. One through ten, Amy. Ten. Okay. Eddie. Uh, five. Lunchbox. Yeah, five. Yeah, the Razorback game brings mine way down. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm going to go two. Oh. <laughs> because that is my favorite thing in the whole world. Yeah. So John Mayer brought it up two points? Yeah, it was it negative. <laughs> wow. John Mayer wow. dug it out. You know what he did, though? I don't like the song Your Body's in Wonderland. Yeah, did he play it? That's my favorite. He played it and I actually liked it because it was totally acoustic. And he's like, I love this song. Then I thought it was too corny and people yell it at me. And then I like it again. Yeah. And then he just played it just on acoustic guitar. And I almost cried. <laughs> okay, every song. It was good, though. All right, thank you, guys. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Florida. A 52-year-old man was outside a restaurant standing next to a 2023 Nissan Altima when the owners walked out and said, Hey, man, what are you doing? He goes, Oh, and he ran off. And they noticed they had a key mark all the way down the side of their vehicle. Guess they had got the spot before him. And he went inside, got a butter knife, and had scratched a line all the way down the car. Oh. Mm. They're like, how are we going to track this guy down? It's bad, dude. Yeah. And luckily, he had put his name on the wait list to get a table, so they had his cell phone number. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Do you tell him his table's ready? <sighs> That's so bizarre, funny, absurd. That's so dumb. Also, who in their mind goes and gets a butter knife and, like, basically keys a car? I guess it'd be called butter in a car. Yeah. <laughs> butter knife in a car. <laughs> what? I don't know. I don't understand. People. I don't understand that key cars slash tires. But even in this situation, to take a butter knife to a car and that somehow makes oh. you feel better about the situation. Also, the sound in my head. I know. I just did that. So they got him. They got him, and when they arrested him, he said, "Man, sorry guys, spring break mistake." 
Well, you know what? I'm good with it then. Everybody, everybody deserves one spring break mistake. Okay. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Hey, time for the good news countdown. It's the good news countdown. Counting down the biggest good news stories across the land. Coming in at number three. Number three. Bunch of brands, including Puma and Under Armour, are stepping up to help this 14-year-old football player in Michigan. Just to make sure they can get shoes, he's already six foot ten. He's 14 years old. He's 6'10". Gosh. And he was in the news after his mom said, I can't find cleats because he wears a size 23. That is wild. 14 years old, 6'10", size 23. He's getting fitted by the brands. And he's going to have tons of shoes because you can't go to the store and be like, "Mm, do you have these in a 23? (laughs) The answer is always no. But shout out to those brands for helping him out. Number two. A dog that people thought was too ugly to get adopted from a shelter in Florida finally found a home. Lena is now a cherished member of a family of four, and she even had surgery to get rid of her under-eye deformities that made her adoption so difficult. So shout out to the family that adopted Lena. Number one. A 41-year-old mom in Ohio recently enrolled in college to keep a promise to her husband, who died in Iraq 18 years ago. He told her she was the smartest person he knew and made her promise she'd go back to school one day. She enrolled at Bowling Green State in the fall of 2020. She finished her four-year degree in less than three years, and she's set to graduate next month. She even joined a sorority because it was something she always wanted to do. Again, awesome. That's awesome. 41. There you go. That is the Good News Countdown. That was the Good News Countdown. That's a wrapper. Another episode of 25 Whistles will be up in like an hour and a half or so. It's our sports show. Only a few episodes left this season. But thank you, 25 Whistles. It'll be up later today. Thank you. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye, everybody. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. I'm a big fan of Uber for myself, but sign me up as a big fan of Uber Teen accounts, which is just like it sounds. It's an Uber account for your teen with trackable trips and highly rated drivers. If Uber Teen hadn't come in to save the day, then my daughter wouldn't have been able to get to her dance class the other day. And I got to track her ride from my phone. I got text updates. It really is super cool. So if you need help with drop-offs for this or that, Uber Teen can be your new best friend. And you can get 40% off, up to $15 off three Uber Teen rides. Valid for the first 30 days for new users in select markets. Now see app for details. Add your team to your account today. It's super easy. Available in select locations. Again, see app for details. This episode brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. Especially when they start moving. With Huggies Little Movers, you get their best fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and company while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today. We got you, baby.
Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when this thought hits you. Okay, I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, the whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 2024 Santa Fe, available early 2024.